Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> You guys found Slasher Radio, and I'm Bones, and as always, Cat and Rob. What's going on, ladies and gents? Okay, here we go again, another fucking spectacular week. Uh, guys, I have a quick announcement. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm very proud of this, and it's something in my life that I've been looking forward to doing for quite some time now. It was as easy of a decision as it was for some reason it was just was something i couldn't do and didn't do maybe is a better term i will remember you i uninstalled that by daylight oh, i thought you were gonna say you're getting married nope 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 even oh, better man, I, I thought we were breaking some news no, we are <laughs> Guys, I no longer. I'm impressed. I no longer have to worry about that fucking game ever again. Finally ditched it, huh? Finally fucking did it. And I've had people, oh, let's play Dead by Daylight. Play Dead. Nope. Can't. Don't have it. Yep. Don't own it. Don't have it. There's no, because when I would say no before, I get my balls busted. Come on. Just games. Da 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 da. And I would eventually feel bad and break in and do it. Now, I don't have it. I can't. I, I, yeah. If my life depended on it, I could not fucking play. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. I'm, I'm glad you. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> I feel, but I feel like a weight is off my chest. You know? <laughs> yeah, but what are you gonna do when you're bored now? I don't know. Throw my dick in a blender. It's better than fucking Dead by Daylight. <laughs> Dude, I, I finally had enough with the fuck. I, I played two games that day. Played one. I got a face camping fucking Freddy Krueger. And I, and I was like, dude, like he was compl- like, if you have to do that, obviously, you know, you're anyone who plays the game, you're very bad at the game. You have to do that. So it's like, I just got my ass whooped and killed by somebody who's complete shit at the game. Not that I'm yeah. a god at it, or not, but you know, I'm decent. And it's the Jackie Earl Haley, Freddy Krueger too. It ain't, yeah. it ain't the real one. Disgusting. Disgusting. So <laughs> that like, he was terrible at the game. We just clapped me and my French cheeks. Like it was nothing. So I'm like, fuck me. So then I'm like, all right, whatever. I shake it off. I, I'm, I'm annoyed, but I've learned to just say fuck it. And then I go into the next game. And I got this sweaty motherfucker, dude. He played his spirit. And this kid, like, I'm not going to lie. He was incredible. He was a machine. There was no stopping him. There was nothing we could do. There, we didn't even get one generator close to being finished. Like, it was just a complete de- demolition. And I'm like, why am I playing this fucking game? Like, oh, I that just was got- you? What? That was you I was playing against? Fuck you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I got both spectrums of talent level on that game. Complete shit and utter dominance. Yeah. And it was the same result in both of them. 
Well, I'm glad you got rid of it because it didn't sound like you had any fun playing it. No. Ever. So I, <laughs> no. it seemed odd that you played it as much as you did. These people make me play it. It was ridiculous. Like, I, I truly hate it. So I said, finally say, you know what, man? I got so mad after that spirit game. I threw my <laughs> controller down on my phone, which was I didn't mean to do that. Then I was then I was worried about my phone, and it was just a bunch of emotions all at once. And I say, you know what, man? I don't have to do this. Why am I doing? I I'm uninstalling <laughs> it, and I instantly uninstalled it. And every like I was so fucking aggravated because I it, it wasn't even the fact that it happened. Like I I'm used to it. It was just that I knew it was going to happen. And I went and fucking played the game anyway, and it happened. Yeah. So it was it, like I just sat there and I said, "I'm the asshole." Oh, I agree with that. Well, I'm sure you do. And I was <laughs> so annoyed by it and so aggravated. My friends didn't even fucking argue with me when I said I was on. That they knew not to say a word. I was so <laughs> aggravated. <laughs> All right. Well, good for you. You broke free of those chains. Oh. You can move on to to other games. I would suggest Farming Simulator 19. That was a lot of fun. Well, let's not get crazy. I'm not desperate. <laughs> All right. I got other shit to do. I've been playing more Friday the 13th, though, which I very much enjoy. So that that's always good. For now. Oh, no. I love Friday the 13th. I, I actually was so... Like, I, I haven't played it the way I used to. And mm -hmm. I was playing the offline challenges. You can unlock, like, emotes and dances and shit. And there's one where they're flipping the bird. And mm -hmm. I finally got that one. So I'm. Oh, nice. It's like a whole new world for me. <laughs> Not like knocking Jason on his ass and giving him the bird. This is beautiful. <laughs> anyway, I feel so much better that I got to uh, share that with the world. All right. Well, I'm sure everybody's happy for you. I, I hope so. Proud, even. Yeah. It's a step. <laughs> yeah. Fucking dead by daylight. Um. Anyway, so. Yeah, that, that that's that's a relief. I'm I'm very proud of myself, and I feel like I overcame a drug addiction or something. <laughs> we have been taking in voicemails and stuff. Uh, before we go any further with this, though, guys, we have to remind you. Say everybody have a seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. Go to manscaped.com. Go check them out. All your male grooming needs right fucking there. Everything from top to bottom. We've been telling you. Manscaped was nice enough to send us over some packages. So, Because, look, anybody who has enough huh, balls to send you out, say, you know what? We're not going to tell you about how great our product is. We don't expect you to believe what we tell you. Here, try it. I mean that 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 takes that takes a pair, man. And you know what? The, the last time we had a, a run of advertising with Manscaped, they sent Bobby and I over a package. They sent us over a similar one this time. I, I can't say enough. This was great. There's a lot of stuff that, that came in the package and a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, like I said, I, I'm kind of you know I need to get my scented candles, and my bath bombs, and everything ready to go uh, before I can I can really get in there and get to work. But uh, I did like the package. I don't know if you guys... Did you guys get uh, a weird newspaper in yours? Yes, I did. And that actually <laughs> serves a purpose. Oh, it does? Because I was reading it, and I was like, this is a terrible newspaper. These journalists are all... Only Rob would read a balls newspaper. Get a job, you bum. <laughs> it, it actually does serve a purpose. That is for... Is that the mat? That is the mat. The shaving mat? Yes. So... <laughs> All you schmucks out there who stand in the middle of your bathroom 
and just leave a fucking pool of hair that your wife has to clean up. You think that woman wants to clean up your pubes? No. Stop being well, an No, ass. she doesn't even want to see them. No, ex- exactly, which is why you need to go to Manscaped. She don't want to see those, those nappy pubes. Don't leave a mess. They even You can even get a nice little mat. And it's not even just, you know, a piece of paper that you put under yourself like you're at the doctor or something. It's a newspaper. As you can tell, Rob sat. You can go sit and read it. It, it has some, some tips on male grooming. All that stuff. They literally have everything you need. They have nose tripper, trimmers. Even to, for you to stand in the middle of the bathroom, if that's what you choose to do and not make a mess, you stand on the, on the newspaper, mat, instructions, or whatever you want to call and you do your thing, you fold it up, you throw it out, no mess, no nothing. You can do it in the shower if you want to, shave the boys down, it's waterproof, the lawnmower 3.0 is a waterproof trimmer with skin safe technology, you won't nick your nuts, it's got an LED light if you got the candles going like Rob. I mean, guys, it even came, this package even came, they even have underwear. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, a, that's a nice pair of panties. what size underwear I wear, Manscaped. <laughs> oh, damn. I mean, it's true. Cat wants it all for free. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> a, a medium boxer brief would have been appropriate for me, but that's fine. Manscaped. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a nice <laughs> pair of panties they put in there. I was like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah, they got a... And then they're breathable underwear, so... You know, yeah. you, you don't get all that, that extra chafing going on in there and if you do you can always throw on the crop preserver that's a deodorant feed nuts always put deodorant on your armpits why wouldn't you put them on the sweatiest nastiest stankiest part of your body if that's not enough and you have a rough day you're working out in the sun you do some labor and you need to freshen them up you can get the crop reviver a quick little spritz spritz on the boys they're good as new it the the trimming them and, and putting on the crop preserver, your ball deodorant every day, that puts you at 100%. If throughout the day you drop to an 85, 90%, you throw that crop reviver on there, boom, you're back up to 110, man. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty nice. And now that I know that that's a mat, that's a that's a game changer because you can use that anywhere. I'm, I'm going to be in my oh, living room watching a hockey go. game. Just going to town with that thing. Or you could do it when you're in the kitchen, wherever you want. <laughs> with the mat, you don't have to worry about making a mess. Here's our disclaimer for Manscaped. <laughs> Please don't do this in the kitchen. <laughs> we got to hire a legal team. Rob. Please don't do this anywhere at work. <laughs> well, not if. I mean, don't do it in your kitchen or your living room if you got, like, family over or whatever. But, you know, if you're watching the game or you're watching a horror movie or something, you don't want to, you know. Uh, Rob, there are way too many sharp things in the kitchen for your twig and berries to be out there, man. It's not a good idea. But good thing to know with the lawnmower 3.0 that you can get it, it has a ceramic blade and by the way like i said i have the lawnmower 2.0 which i love and the blade it, it's a little bulky you know it doesn't quite get you know i, I don't know how to it. it it works perfectly but for my preference i would rather get a little closer i mean this 3.0 it is right near the blade the, the trimmer the actual clip that attaches on is right near the blade you are going to get a perfect shave every time it, it's hard for us to explain you guys have to go to try it like we said last week if you're on the fence now's the fucking time yeah now's the time yeah get you a pair of them underwears yeah i mean it, we've said it before you can build the perfect man on you, you really can i mean cat if you're your significant other wouldn't you want them to partake in every single thing that Manscaped has to all? I mean, it, 
they pretty much take care of every part of your body for the most part of the man. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I will say I was surprised at the like at the full box of stuff that came with this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's true, ladies. You could you could pick up any old stinky, smelly ass dude that you want now, and you can just fix him right up. Here's our disclaimer for the legal teams, <laughs> ladies. Please do not do this. You can go right down to the bus station and me to do whatever. <laughs> I mean, look, if people are into, I mean, I've heard of taking in straight dogs and cats, but I mean, if somebody happened to be interested in taking, it wouldn't be a bad project. I would advise you to keep them in the shed or somewhere. Don't bring them in. But and speaking of sheds, they even have the a little traveling cage case, which they oh yeah they called the shed. And you know, if you're a traveler going out of town or whatever, if you're going somewhere with your lady, you bring the shed, you throw all your shit in there, crop reviver, boom, balls get sprayed up real good throughout the day. The crop preserver, the baldy odor, bam, throw that bitch in there. One more, toss it in. It's even got a charging stand, which the 2.0 did not have. So now I can proudly display. In my bathroom, just boom, stand that bitch up on the sink. Everybody knows I got clean nuts that walk into my bathroom. There you go. Everybody. That's what it's all about, too. Yeah, letting everybody know. I might put it on the kitchen table to charge. Yeah. <laughs> not going to lie. Anyone who walks into my house like, damn. Yeah, when you talk about the shed, that was a nice bag. That was a nice surprise. I didn't know that was going to be in there, but that was a nice surprise. And it's, uh, it's a nice little bag. Fits everything right in there. Good to go. Stylish. It's got some some leather on that. I mean, it, it's a stylish look. It's not just some, you know, it doesn't look like a fanny pack without the straps. It's a really nice bag. Yeah. 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 So, guys, uh, go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code FANSIDED20. It'll help us out tremendously. It'll save you guys money. You get 20% off. I mean, if you get the lawnmower 3.0, the crop preserver, the reviver, hell, maybe you get a nose trimmer, you get some mats so you don't leave the trail in the bathroom. You get all this stuff, 20% off of all that. I mean, you're saving a large amount of money there. Yep, you're saving some cash, free shipping. Everybody, we all know about shipping uh, and what a pain in the ass it can be sometimes, right? Because you, you find a good price on something online. You're like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. And then you look at the shipping cost, add it in with it. You're like, well, that's not really, uh, I'm not really saving that much money now. But with this, you're saving the money and you're getting free shipping. I, I don't know what you guys are waiting for, man. We literally told you everything you need as a man, Manscaped has, and yep. you, you could save money. Get to manscaped.com, ladies. Order this. It'll show up. You run out to your mailbox. You pick it up. You drive down to the bus station. You find Mr. Wright. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. If you use our promo code and we get to keep doing these reads for Manscaped, uh, you get to hear more of Rob's excellent dating advice for ladies. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Think about how wide open the dating pool comes once you you've once got you all that on Manscaped. All, yeah, all the indigent population as well. You can now you can now open up and expand into that. Rob's pretty much saying, ladies, you ever see a guy when you're out at the store and they look perfect and you want to go talk to him? And then they bend over and you see all that hair. Think about how yep. well you can fix that manscaped. Yeah, you can fix that man up right now. <laughs> yep. Picture Rob as a woman just grabbing some some guy at a at a store and starts shaving him in the middle of the bread aisle. <laughs> yep. What was the mat? You can shave them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anywhere. It doesn't even matter. Imagine Rob matter. kicking some dude's feet so he lifts his feet and he's sliding the mat under him and grabs him by the pits. <laughs> He's got the flashlight going. Look, I just, I just doing the Lord's work. That's all. 
Great with the mat. No cleanup in aisle two. Yeah, no problem. Go. Rob, as my, I, I'm not gonna lie, I did not see Rob's dating advice coming out of these Manscaped ads, but you have a little bit of a letdown with the ball puns. I really thought you were gonna go strong with them. I felt like that was kind of a little too easy. I wanted to, I wanted to kind of up the game a little bit for for the for Manscaped. And uh, yeah, I don't know. And now I got my mind's already twisting. I'm thinking uh, maybe a slasher radio spinoff podcast where I'll just give out dating advice to people. I would listen to that. <laughs> they could, yeah, they could call into the to the number and leave their questions, and I'll, I'll help them out. Oh, yeah. As a single woman, I would be highly amused. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I know how it works. I got game. Yeah. <laughs> I would never take your advice, but I would be highly amused. <laughs> Look, you don't have to take my advice if you want to end up some old maid spinster. That's your business. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I don't know if you want to take calls on that thing. The phone line here has not been working out well for you. <laughs> Well, uh, this will be a whole different thing, though. Uh, Me giving out dating advice, I think it'd be, I think it'd go over like gangbusters. I'm sure. (sighs) Cat, oh, cat, oh, cat. What do we deal with with him? Jesus. (laughs) You're going to get us in trouble, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let me let let you in on a little secret. Nobody fansided that's listening to this show. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I was just going to ask if we lose the manscaped sponsorship because Rob says something or I say, or if any of us say something that gets us kicked off of uh, Manscaped promos will fansighted hear about it oh yeah yeah no. will we be reprimanded blacklisted <laughs> my, my guess is though we will get kicked off fansighted well before we get kicked off Manscaped good to know that's, that's good to know best. what to aim for <laughs> yeah that's my bad hey Patrick how you doing oh some some lady got <laughs> Stabbed because she took someone home from a bus station? They heard it from our show? Oh, that don't sound Another arrest in aisle two? We had nothing to do with it. Patrick doesn't listen to this show, guys. Patrick, that was Rob Humphrey. Just Rob Humphrey. I'm just saying, it's fine. Jesus Christ. I mean, he might if, if people start getting stabbed. <laughs> Yeah, you think. <laughs> he, might, he, might, he might think to himself, maybe I should download an episode or two of that show and see what the hell's going on over there. We should have stuck to fucking sports. God damn it. Well, but I stick I you know, I stick by my advice. You can find any dirty old man now and clean him up. We love you, Patrick. <laughs> anyway, uh, anybody who wants to leave a voicemail on the show, as you've been hearing lately, we'll air them on the show. We'll talk about them, discuss them. Any negativity towards Rob is always appreciated. Come on. People love me. It's a running theme lately. Um, any information on Roger? Also, <laughs> you know, if you have any horror-related questions, concerns, statements, if you just want to vent about something like I just did, yeah. you can give us a call, leave a voicemail. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. Guys, this, this week we don't have a voicemail. But we have a text message. Well, we do text messages too. Well, yeah, it's a phone number. You can, you can tell. Yeah, for anybody out there who's shy and you don't want to leave, you can send a text too. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll accept that. But I don't know. Well, I'm glad we can, we can work around your, your parameters. Yeah. Yeah. So you can call the show, leave a voicemail. You can text the show. Obviously, two text messages. We'll read it. I might send an eggplant emoji back. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I, it's we're recording this right now at 206 in the morning what if i replied to this text with an eggplant emoji that'd be funny 
I probably won't do it. Uh, if it was IR Chris, though, he'd be getting a ton of emojis. Right? <laughs> and she says, hi there. First time sending a message to a podcast or any kind of show. My name is Brittany at Late and Confused from Twitter. I was wondering, <laughs> what are the crew's thoughts on Leprechaun Origins? Ugh. Me personally. I know. I know. Brittany, you're killing me. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of it, largely because it has absolutely nothing that's in caps to do with the Leprechaun series. Yeah. Um, I've seen it once a long time ago. Um, probably like when it was new. And I remember it being terrible. That's the one that's like a WWE film, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's really bad. I remember um I, I remember actually watching it and thinking that I had selected the wrong movie. <laughs> I was I was very confused. I was like, I'm not sure that this is the horror film that I put in. <laughs> like what Yeah. Um, it, um yeah, not not a good one. I, I am impressed though, uh that you're that the number one getting through that film and then being like this is this doesn't have enough to do with leprechaun like that wasn't the first thing that i noticed about it <laughs> yeah i i was distracted by all the other very questionable decisions yeah <laughs> well it is a good point though because it's supposed to, now that it's a prequel right like that's origins right i guess I, I, is that is, is it supposed to be a prequel to the first one or something i really don't know I, I it's I wish I had seen it more recently to talk about it because I I literally like when it came out I saw it and I kind of tried to forget about it. Um but yeah, it's it like has it doesn't have anything in common with any of the other films in the franchise. Um I don't know what the hell they thought they were doing. I hate the WWE for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Mostly uh, ruining my childhood. Let's start there. Ruining my childhood because I grew up in the Stone Cold Rock and and all that era, and it was the shit, man. It was the shit. I remember my grandparents came home. Me and my cousin were sitting in, in the in the living room watching WWF at, at the time. We were watching DX run around and cause chaos. And my grandparents came home from getting groceries, and I was young. I didn't know exactly what everything in the world was at the time. And my grandfather came in, put some bags down, and went to turn around to go out and get the rest of the bags from the car. I stood up off the couch, and I said to him, Grandpa. He turned around and said, Yeah, pal. And I threw my hands at my crotch and said, Suck it. <laughs> Those were the days that I was from, man. So now- I hope you got your ass beat. Oh, the, the look I got from that, man. Was <laughs> so, But- that was the joy they brought me and for them to bring the television product that they have now and it's such shit i won't forgive them for that but what i will never forgive them for is what they did to the fucking leprechaun (laughs) everybody knows my love for that little green bastard and out of all the fucking movies for them to come and ruin it had to be that one no a bridge too far vince mcmahon (laughs) fucking bastard suckers i got bleep now (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand what they were doing. People can say what they want about uh, the uh, Return of Leprechaun, Leprechaun Returns, the sci-fi. L- Linda Porco, I think, did a great job with the Leprechaun. It wasn't Warwick Davis who 
is like he phenomenal role that he pulled. Say what you want about the movies. Him as an actor in that role, phenomenal. And Linda Porco was great, you know, but to, to overcome the original is a, a, almost an impossible task. What they did with this, I don't know what the fuck it was. I, I'll never understand. All the money that Vince McMahon has, and that's what he, they could have put Hornswoggle in, in, in some makeup and shit, and it would have been way better than this fucking shit. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it's never a good sign when you're watching a movie and you see that WWE logo come up. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, that, that one was particularly bad. Never a good sign. We see that logo come up for anything nowadays. Television product yeah. is kind of crap. The movies oh, are awful. terrible. The video games mean give my own. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now they, um, they're not doing good work right now. Uh, the funny thing is they're making more money now than they ever <sighs> have. Go figure. Right. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've stopped watching the weekly shows. I'll still watch the pay-per-views cause they're fun, but I generally don't watch the, the, uh, weekly shows anymore. They just made like sign like a billion dollar deal with the Peacock Network. Yep, they got a billion dollars from them. They got a billion dollars from them. Was it last year, two years ago? They got a billion dollars from Fox. Yeah, for shit. And the only reason mm-hmm. I even brought up the Peacock thing is because I get sick without getting bleeped. Even though I'm <laughs> gonna get bleeped now, but all right. You're doing it to yourself, man. I know. I know. Well, you caught one before we started recording. I don't think I missed that. Shame but on that me. was before we started recording. You don't even have to include that. But I'm going to. but yeah britney that that movie sucked a a big old floppy one and it it sucks you know like i know the the leprechaun wasn't friday the 13th or nothing but yeah they were they were fun movies and it's it just sucks when companies get into stuff solely for money and like for that they had to say fuck everything Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's by far the worst one in the franchise. It's the worst remake ever. Ever. I'm going through the the Rolodex in my mind of yeah. remakes. And I can't come I can't come up with one. <laughs> you can't. Uh-uh. I'm not not off the top of my head. Oh, uh, uh, in terms of worst remake. Worst that, that's got to be the worst, cat. Come on. Okay. Maybe. I mean, it had nothing to do with nothing, man. Prom night. Say what you want, at least it was at a prom. That's like if they had yeah. prom night. <laughs> At a fucking wedding or some shit, like, or a funeral. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Thinking about One Missed Call, actually, it's one no, of the few bad. movies with 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, Lord. that is a bad it, movie. It earned it. Yeah, she said <laughs> but, it earned it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. The problem is, I don't think I ever saw the original. I don't think I did either. I think that's the thing, is because I, I wasn't crazy about the original. Like, it, it's okay. It's, you know mediocre to good film but so i wasn't personally offended at how bad the remake was but yeah no no i mean listening to mikey talk you can tell he's got real personal issues over this movie oh yeah yeah Yeah. and it wasn't good like i'm not gonna make that case but like you could you someone would have to pay me to sit down and rewatch one missed call (laughs) you couldn't pay me enough to watch this piece of shit well, guess what movie we're doing next week? <laughs> <laughs> we should really fuck Cat over good and do the fucking hunt and then the one must call. No. She'll never speak to us again. It would just be Cat rambling on and ignoring our existence just to get it over with the whole show. It would be you'd be punishing yourself too though cuz you'd have to watch the hunt and then the one must call. Yeah, I will true. watch the hunt right now. 
God. Well, please don't. <laughs> uh, but thank you for reaching out to us, Brittany, and anyone else listening in right now. D- 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 we love the interaction. Like, look at the conversation it just brought. Like, it's fun. You know, we love hearing this stuff and you guys' views. Brittany, I know she's very interactive on Twitter. Let us know. I'm letting you know right now. If you say anything positive about this movie, Brittany, we value you. We appreciate you. You're great. Comments and interaction. We love it. We wish we had a million more Britneys out there listening to the show. If you say anything good about this movie, I'm blocking you. I'm letting you know that right now. I will block you. I will find you and try and fight you if you say anything good about this damn movie. Poor oh, Roman man, David. please say something good about this movie. I want to see you kick Mikey's ass. <laughs> I might get my ass whipped. I might, but I'll go down swinging for Warwick Davis and that leprechaun. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Yeah, um, that was a pretty good message. I, I would say, um, Brittany, if you're gonna if you're gonna interact with the show again in that manner, maybe have a few nice things to say about me would be good. You know, Kat, this is very upsetting. As as great of, <laughs> as a message that was for Brittany, and it brought on a great conversation. Our streak yeah. of of Rob's um, drive-bys is now over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn. You, Brittany, um, if you want to interact with the show again, <laughs> we love you. We wish we had a million more Britneys, but if you would like to say something negative about Rob, hey, that would hey. be fine. Feel free. Keep our streak alive. Right? <laughs> People love me, I tell you. You know, this is kind of my fault because it's a text message. I could have had her say anything I want. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. We just got another text from Brittany just now. Yes. Convenient at, t- at 217 in the morning. She said Rob's a turd. All right, Brittany, there you go. Um, uh, and you mentioned Roger earlier. And just a quick update for uh, Roger and, and all the other people who are uh, really interested in my socks. I ordered uh just today a pair of glow in the dark halloween socks and a uh, pair of creep show socks so those are coming soon oh i feel like people aren't taking this roger investigation seriously enough they're really not there's no investigation there's none oh there's yes nothing, there nothing is to see here yes there is and in fact i have an update on the investigation not only last week did we open up the slasher radio community into this investigation and we're waiting for eyes and ears and everything from them we mentioned that Fansided has gotten involved. Our investigation team has gotten involved. And we've enlisted the Oompa Loompas. Oh, no. Not the Oompa Loompas. The Oompa Loompas are now looking into <laughs> no, things. Yeah. So I'm not worried about our personal slash radio investigation team. Because a lot of people talk about their crack investigation team. But we have an investigation team on crack. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not concerned about that. But uh, the wow. Oompa Loompas, that's too much. Yeah, yeah. The Oompa Loompas now, they'll get into some things, metaphorically and literally. So Yeah, that's like having the Pinkertons on you. <laughs> what, what were those other ones? The, uh, ah, shit, South Park did a, a little spoof on them. Uh, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I got a clue. I don't remember their names. The Hardy Boys. That's oh, I'm yeah. Doing. Yeah, yeah, the Hardy Boys. Cat. <sighs> yeah. Before we get into the news. You want to go ahead and brag? Yes. Uh, I I don't want to brag. I just want to thank all of our listeners, uh, all of our followers on Twitter for making the correct decision in our most recent Twitter poll. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is the best horror movie, and I I appreciate the support. I when we posted the poll, I a hundred percent expected uh, Cabin in the Woods fans to get their asses kicked. Because it's so <laughs> underappreciated. But you guys did the right thing. You made the right choice. Um, 
I will say I do. I still I do agree with Rob. It was a little bit unfair. I, I think that the specification of it being a horror movie completely negated uh, Shape of Water. And if you, if you scrolled through the comments, a lot of people were saying that they liked Shape of Water, but they didn't consider it a horror movie. So so that was a little bit unfair. But you guys answered the question that we asked. You voted for Cabin in the Woods, and I'm proud of all of you. Thank you. I'm mad as hell. I hate every (laughs) one of you. You can all go to hell. Only 8% of you do I like. The rest of you can suck it. Actually, 7.3% you like. (laughs) You didn't even get to eat. 7.3% of you are cool. Everybody else sucks. Uh, Anybody who says The Shape of Water isn't a horror movie, um, you're dumb. It is a a horror movie. No. Um, It is as much a horror movie as any of the classic Universal monster films are. Yeah, you've got a point. No. Yeah, it's exactly. Is Creature from the Black Lagoon a horror movie? I don't think that. I don't think that Shape of Water is as much a horror movie as Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, Okay, I think you need to rewatch Creature from the Black Lagoon. Maybe I do. Maybe because I will admit it's been a long time since I've or any of the classic Universal horror movies. Um, the mummy. There's also there's also something to be said though for for like standards of because horror has evolved since then. I, I I think what made a horror movie when Universal started doing monster movies is very different than what makes a horror movie today. All right. Well, you're wrong too. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> uh, this this election was this election was rigged. Hashtag stop the steal. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to storm Mikey's house. Storm my house. <laughs> I'm yeah. mad too. What the hell? You're the one who posted the poll. It starts with you. <laughs> you know, as I, like to be completely honest, I wasn't trying to. I, I do see how the questioning. I, I get that. To be fair, Shape of Water wasn't really my main concern at the time, so I didn't think about it. <laughs> but you know, there were so many votes so early. I felt like, like to be completely honest, th- this was bullshit. I don't know how the fuck this happened. <laughs> Cabin in the woods is good. Now, I, I'll be honest, uh, 100% honest. If Shape of Water wasn't in the poll, which it probably shouldn't have been, it should have just been Bride of Chucky and uh, Cabin right. in the Woods. I'm a thousand percent voting for Cabin in the Woods in that instance. Oh, get the fuck. All right. But all right. That, that's an argument for another day. And we're not about to do that right now. <laughs> all right. But it's, like Kat said, I mean, it's <laughs> Chucky. People could have never seen either movie and would probably vote for Chucky. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it was such an unfair question, and I felt it was going to be an easy win. <laughs> like it, the, the numbers here, Shape of Water, seven point three percent came in an embarrassingly last place. I'm proud of that seven point three percent. You guys rock. You you were the foundation of Slasher Radio. You you mentioned an, an investigation an investigation team on crack. We have listeners on crack because Kat, <laughs> Rob, you guys have to at least give me this. There's no way the margin should be sixty four point two percent for Cabin in the Woods and twenty eight point five to to Bride of Chucky. When you have it, it should be higher. Yeah, Bride of Chucky shouldn't even get that high. Should be higher. Like I'm surprised that it was just because I, I meet so many people who didn't like Cabin in the Woods, which I've never understood. I'm surprised that Cabin in the Woods won. I'm I'm very pleasantly surprised. And yeah, if we were just going like just any kind of uh, commentary, uh, entertainment value scares, all should have gone to Cabin in the Woods. Like Cabin in the Woods is better. The margin could have been higher. Um, the margin could have been higher. 
I'm seriously mind blown. <laughs> I told a few friends of mine about this, and, and they like Cabin in the Woods, too. Keep in mind, only one of them didn't. They were fucking mind blown. And they even <laughs> said to they were like, okay, we can understand Cabin in the Woods one, but by that margin, is just mind blowing. When's the last time you guys have watched Bride of Chucky? Oh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's been a couple of years for me. Um, I will say this: Rotten Tomatoes gives The Cabin in the Woods ninety-two percent. Oh, the fuck! And no, I don't want to. Rotten get, Tomatoes and their fucking scores. They give Bride of Chucky a forty-six percent. How? So one of. The most infuriating things to me is looking at movies that are rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Cabin in the Woods. Like, <laughs> yeah. that just makes me so mad. <laughs> I yeah. honestly don't see the fucking fascination with this shit. I, I, by the way, speaking of Cabin in the Woods, I would like everybody to know, yourself included, Cat. I was viciously attacked on This Horror Life <laughs> over my view of Cabin in the Woods. I was told yeah. I could go to hell by one of the, I'm not going to say any names, by one of the hosts of this horror life. I'm not going to say any names, but I was told to go to hell, Kat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to say about that, Rob? Go to hell. <laughs> oh, The Shape of Water, by the way, on Rotten Tomatoes, also 92%. What? So it tied with Cabin in the Woods. Some of them are classics. Like, so, some of them I understand. Uh you know, because there are things like The Exorcist that are rated higher than Cabin in the Woods. And no, according Psycho to Mikey, that's not as good as Bride of Chucky. Nope. Like, I understand, ridiculous, but some of ridiculous them... Ridiculous statement. <laughs> Look, I mean, if you want to start compartmentalizing and putting it into, like, cat, like, okay, what's the best of this? Like, what well, you know what I mean? It, it, then you can you, you, it gets tricky but i'm talking like entertain like when i watch a horror movie it's to be entertained i think it is the best form of entertainment on in films i mean obviously i'm biased but that's how i feel i think that's one of the things because cabin in the woods uh, uh, and this is a real uh point that i have this is why cabin in the woods is my favorite movie is because I do a lot of breaking down into subgenres like when i'm looking over favorites and you know i i look at zombie movies and slasher flicks and paranormal you know i i break stuff down into categories right. but cabin in the woods hits all those boxes like it's it's not just my favorite horror movie it's not just my favorite movie like it's i would consider it one of like my favorite um like it's my favorite meta horror it's one of my favorite uh it, it's a little bit lower on my zombie list specifically but it makes the list of zombie movies like it uh it's my favorite you know government corruption story like it just it hits so many boxes uh it, it's got a little bit of everything in it it's got a little something for everyone and i think probably that's the reason why it won because it's no matter what your favorite kind of horror is there was a little bit of something for you in cabin in the woods unless you're crazy well call me crazy because there wasn't shit in cabin <laughs> in the woods for me i feel like I i'm in understand. a uh, like a, a a fucking twilight zone and the whole world has gone mad, except for me. Like, I cannot. Eh, I don't understand this one. I'm going to take a rest on polls for a while because it has <laughs> not been working out for me. I, you know what? On the Easter egg of this show that you, you guys are listening to right now, if you if, when the music stops playing, if you don't listen to our Easter eggs, you're fucking up. But I'm going to put one time. There was once upon a time, guys. I literally had a parade 
on this show over winning a series of polls that had to do with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I won them by a landslide. Oh, I remember that. And uh, how the mighty have fallen. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're throwing out Bride of Chucky, it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a masterpiece. It's not. Well, uh, the ending got away a little bit. A little bit. But, I mean, there's so much good. Was that John Ritter in it? I do love some John Ritter. Come and knock on my door. None of that. I mean, yeah, I'm going to play that parade. Uh, I'm going to find that, dig it up, and <laughs> I'm going to play my my glorious parade. Oh, God. They're going to hear Corner Pocket on this show, Rob. Oh, man. Yeah. He's on that one. It goes that far back. Yeah, Corner Pocket, Dismay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Forget all that parade nonsense. Now I just want to hear the theme to Three's Company. Oh, God. Check that on to the end. Well, due to copyright issues, we cannot do that. Yeah, I know. Stupid copyright. Although I think I did that once. Oh, oh well. <laughs> anyway, are you happy now, Pat? You happy? Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Everything. Have you fulfilled all your your cabin in the woods needs? Uh, yeah. This this has made my week better. Thank you. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not happy, but nobody cares apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. Um. All right, guys. You want to get into the news? Yeah. Okay. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Okay, let's start with this one. Christopher- I am a genius. No, you're not. <laughs> let, let it go. Christopher Landon, who was also a guest once upon a time on Slasher Radio. We, it was a great conversation we had with him. He was promoting Happy Death Day to you, too. You had Christopher Landon on the show? Yes, host. I, I, we I have. Yeah. I wasn't here then. No, but still, Jesus Christ. We. I got a newsflash you, Rob. We got salami, okay? I guess. I guess. I didn't know that. I like him. He's he, I like his movie. Tony Todd, fucking John K. Sear, Greg Nicotero. We got salami, goddammit. I knew you had all those people. I just didn't know you had Chris Riley. Is he related to Michael Landon? I, I didn't have some for his family tree. I don't know. Oh, all right. I'll look it up on my own time, I guess. Okay. You do that. Uh, Christopher Landon is writing a new film called Underwater. Uh, and uh, William uh, Ebank, Ubank, I'm gonna fuck that name up. Uh, call Ubank, yeah, call him Ubank. Uh, William Ubank is the director. Christopher Landon from Paranormal Activity, Happy Death Day to You, as we mentioned. Uh, they're working together on a film called Underwater. Rob, you've mentioned you like Christopher Landon before. Cat, uh, I don't know how you feel about him. You guys excited for this? Uh, I need to hear the premise first, um, because what I like about his movies is his ability to take horror and blend it with another, you know, sort of type of movie, another genre, right? Um, and do and and do it well. Um, so I don't know what this is. Also, I'm not crazy about that title because we just had a movie called Underwater. Did we? Yeah, with Kristen Stewart. Well, I didn't know did about that. <laughs> you didn't see Underwater? No. No. Oh, you guys, come on! It's a really good movie. I stopped watching things with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually a really good movie. It came out about a year ago. Um, well, maybe even longer than that now. But She was in that Lizzie Borden thing, and ever since then, it was like, I, I keep giving her chances, and I keep being let down by stuff. I didn't hate the Lizzie Borden movie. Um, it was so was long. A, it was long, and it was really slow. But yeah. I didn't hate it. It was just a, you know, character study. It was real slow. 
Um, yeah, you guys should check out Underwater. It's really cool. It's kind of like, um, it's almost like an alien kind of movie. Uh, but it's underwater instead of in space. Uh, yeah. well, that sounds good. Yeah, I don't know. Check it out. It, it's pretty entertaining. Well, there was an interview done on The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, who was it that said? Okay, so uh, they said that uh, insiders have been describing this film as an unexpected retooling of the franchise. Wait a minute. This is a franchise? What? <laughs> What? I, have you guys ever? Heard I don't of? understand that. I, I, yeah, I know. I I know all of the words that, that you said, but I don't know them in that order. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, I'm confused that this being a franchise. So, oh, okay. Wait, this is a Blumhouse film, also, guys. That that throws right. a whole monkey wrench into things. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, so I think this is a uh, Rob. I think this goes into the movie that you were talking about. Into underwater? Oh, no. Hold on. Let me look into this. Because I oh. think this William guy directed that film also. Can I just point out that this new segment has gone completely to shit? But, but what's wrong with the new segment? <laughs> okay, yeah. We, we don't have any of the information for this particular news. <laughs> We're just all confusing ourselves. I, I guess. I mean... Uh, hey, they're getting live reactions from us on this shit too. All right, yeah, so we're, guess, we're okay, yeah, okay. William Eubank did direct the underwater that I was talking about, right? With Kristen Stewart, yes. And it's turning into a franchise, which now makes sense. Okay, but still, they shouldn't call it underwater then, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe the title's not officially released. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that is a strange way to okay. word it. All right, yeah, that, okay, that, that makes a little more sense. Um, I don't know what really set up well for a sequel, but. I don't know. Um, I would recommend checking out Underwater, though. It, it was It's an entertaining movie. It's not great, but it's its entertaining enough. Yeah, and if they have Christopher Landon hopping on it, I mean, I, I would imagine that's only going to make it better. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. So, now that we've uh, solved that Rubik's Cube, on to the next one. No, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this one's a little more cut and dry. <laughs> I sent you guys a message on Twitter. I'm sure you've seen it already. Two images. Uh, Mezco is putting out the original Halloween 2 with Michael Myers, a figure, obviously, a mega scale figure is what they're calling it. Uh, let me see if I can get a size on here. But uh, <laughs> it, it's much like the the Scream figure that we were talking about on mm -hmm. Houses o That October Built episode. Uh, this one is selling for $98. Yeah, I, um, I saw this story earlier this week, and I really, really like that figure. But again, that's just a little too little too steep price wise for me. But it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. But yeah, oh, and it's got sound too. Oh shit, I don't see a size for him. I don't know how big he is. Sweet Jesus! Never thought yeah, I'd say that before. Either. Oh wait, fifteen inches tall. So I mean, All right? Eh, Ninety-eight dollars. You should be a little bigger, no? Yeah, I don't know. Ninety-eight dollars just seems like a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm buying glow-in-the-dark Halloween socks, but God, with the damn sock. You know what? Hold on. Boring. Anyway, do they glow in the dark? There ain't nothing boring about that. Yes, there is. Glowing in the dark automatically makes something twenty percent cooler. No. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> this thing's cool. It's got black eyes. Uh, he's standing there looking all menacing. He's got a knife, all that stuff. Apparently, he's got sound. 
So anyone who's interested in this, go check out Mezco. Yeah, it is. It is a really cool looking figure. Yeah. Just uh, a little out of my price range. Cat, am I talking you into spending any money with this Myers figure? Not with this one. No. No. Okay. The figures are a little easier for me to pass on. Yeah. That would be kind it of must cool. be nice to have all that cat money. <laughs> I, yeah. That's the thing. I don't have cat money. It's <laughs> impulsive. I spent, um, uh, on, on to Cat's news for the week, I followed up. I got the Vincent Price coffee oh. from Dad Sled also. Did you, nice. did you um, receive it yet? I have, Ooh. yeah. I had some earlier today. It is, I don't like it as much as the Robert England coffee, though. It's good, but it's a lighter roast and it's a little bit more bitter, so. Mm. Well. Kind of worst, worst <laughs> case scenario. <laughs> ha! In your face, Vincent Price. Robert England wins. So sorry, Vincent Price, but yeah, Robert England <laughs> definitely won that round. Actually, you know, while I got it open, one in the corner for the good guys. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, that's kind of cool. The, it would be, I mean, see, I really do. I wish I had cat money. Shit, I'd, I would have bought this some bitch. Cat, you've spent, you bought the Halloween, uh, not Halloween, the Friday 13th box set, uh, the Robert England coffee. Now the Vincent Price coffee kind of spills into it. I, I got reimbursed for the box set, though, from work. So Ooh. it's. Th that helps. <laughs> Look at you. Wow. What else did you buy? Yeah. Did you buy something else? I don't think so. You got ball trimmers. I mean, that that was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that was free. Yeah. The cat money. Shit. It was a long way. <laughs> you know, the box set was free, too. That's a pretty sweet deal. Damn. Look at you. Score yeah. that one. <laughs> call my job has absolutely nothing to do with movies anyway whatsoever <laughs> you guys want to buy me this box set yeah uh, hey uh can i get reimbursed for this <laughs> like, yeah sure put all your shit in a box and the check will be waiting for you at the door yeah i should just fill out an expense <laughs> report and see what happens yeah oh that'll go over well all right next up i'm sure at, well cat you said you were working throughout super bowl but i'm sure you've seen yeah. this somewhere rob you i'm sure your eyes lit up for this Clarice is going to be gracing our television screens. I have mixed feelings about this. I have angry feelings about this. Um, the full story, as I understand it, is that uh, um, they are legally not allowed to use or mention the character of Hannibal Lecter in any way. <laughs> so it sounds to me like it's just going to be like a CBS procedural starring Clarice <laughs> Starling. You know, like, I don't know what you do with that. Was was that not your favorite part of yeah, like, <laughs> the I Thomas Harris stuff? Yeah, it's like, you know, CSI Clarice. I, yeah. I don't know what the hell <laughs> it's going to be. I mean, I'll probably check it out, um, but I am not, uh, I'm not over the moon about this news. Me either. Uh, I have a, a very special place in my heart for Hannibal Lecter and Sons of the Lambs. I love that movie. Uh, Clarice was an awesome character. They're not even getting... Um, oh, God, how did I forget her name? Jodie Foster. They're not even getting her back as Clarice. So it's like, you don't even get that nostalgia of it. I mean, she's... <laughs> well, shit, they couldn't even get her for the movie I Hannibal. I was going to say, yeah, she wasn't even a most sequel. Yeah, they got Julianne Moore instead. And they didn't well, even like, get her I for this. I like Julianne Moore a lot. I, you know, I'm not slighting her, but I mean, it was weird. She wasn't Jodie Foster, though. It yeah. was, it was 
not a complaint on her skills, but it was the shift. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It, it, it was strange, and I don't know who they're gonna have playing Clarice in this thing. And I feel a little bit bad. I, my faith in CBS has has been shaken a little bit after the stand. <laughs> yeah, I've heard uh, some people bitching about that. Um, Rebecca Breeds is playing Clarice. She's played in the originals, Three Summers, Slam, Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars, I think I've heard of. Uh, n- nothing that. Uh, oh, Notorious, mm. a TV series? I don't know. Nope. Yeah. Uh, Molly, Newcastle. Rob, these aren't on your watch list. Nope. Okay. I think. I don't think I've heard of any of them except for Pretty Little Liars, but I always get that confused with something else. I've never seen an episode of it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not always against new actors getting roles in horror. Like, you know, you got to start somewhere and it could turn into something great. But uh, like we were talking about earlier, it's hard to come back. Like with Linda Porco with following Warwick Davis, it's hard to come back from mm-hmm. when you have, especially like a Jodie Foster. Holy shit. It, it's just really difficult. And. You know, Jodie Foster, I think, is what made that role great and made us fall in love with that character. And then she's not in it. And then on top of it, I mean, Hannibal was the one that brought that out of her, the character. You know, so it's like, and even in the filmmaking process from, you know, stuff she said about the the filming of it. So I, I don't know. But it does bring up an interesting question that I don't know the answer to. Maybe they could do a little something with Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, that's better than nothing, right? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you know, and maybe they can get Ted Levine. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, that that's going to be one of those things. I would only want to see more Buffalo Bill if they could get Ted Levine involved. Because yeah. he was what made Buffalo Bill, like, really, really, really uh, memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he, you know, it, it would, that even would be kind of weird because they would have to do, like, a catching up with Buffalo Bill years later because he doesn't look the same at all. Yeah, you know he couldn't play the same. He couldn't play the character in that time period. I I don't know what they're doing with this show. I've read very little about it. I just saw that they couldn't use Hannibal Lecter, and I was like, "Well, this is dumb. This is just an exercise in stupidity." Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. I've been surprised by stuff before. Like, um, I I went in watching the Exorcist television show, kicking and screaming, and I loved that. I thought it was great. Um. And Hannibal was good. That was a good TV show. Um, so I don't know. I, I've been surprised before, but I, I don't have high hopes for this one. Yeah, but you, you just mentioned the key word of that television show was Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, got that. <laughs> yep. So yeah, see, that is true. That's the best name for it. CSI Clarice. Yes. Yeah. The only thing CBS has going for them is Big Brother, guys. I've been telling you all along. Don't want to listen to me. I don't watch no Big Brother. I hate you. Anyway, next up. Scream Factory is coming out with a new collector's edition Blu-ray for the 1976 King Kong. Well, that's kind of cool, I guess. I, I don't know if I've even ever seen that version of King Kong, though. I mean, you you guys could have been a little more enthused. King Kong, man. Yeah, I mean, I like King Kong, and... I, but again, I don't know that I've ever seen the '76 version. I, I rem- now I've seen the original, um, and the one with Jack Black, and then Skull Island. But I don't, I don't know if I've seen. I, I honestly don't recall the one from '76. I may have never even seen it. 
I like King Kong a lot. I think he's underrated. I think people... Yeah. I did see the 76 one a long time ago. It was a really good movie. Especially when you keep in mind it's time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to buy this. I'd like to see the price on it. I don't know. If it's, yeah. I don't know. Screen Factory always does a really good job with their releases. Um, I'm a big fan of, of them as a company. I, I blind buy a lot of stuff from them when they have sales and stuff. Yeah. Uh, um. And usually, more often than not, it, it's nice. I find little hidden gems that way. Um, so that's kind of nice. Um, I just, I don't know. How, I can't get too excited about this because it's not a movie I really know. You know, but I, I do like King Kong. And I'm, I'm Team Kong in this whole Kong versus Godzilla thing. Um, but apparently, most people seem to be really pulling for Godzilla, which is stupid. They're not going to have either of them win. No, but it's fun to take a side. I can't pick a side. I like them both a lot. Yeah, Godzilla's dumb, stupid lizard. Uh, yeah, you believe this slander of Godzilla? I can't. No, I I've just uh, that has just cemented my Godzilla stance on this. <laughs> I feel on. like he needs extra attention. At every corner, cat's got to cut me down. Come on. <laughs> I think it's the saw thing, man. I really, I really do. <laughs> she won't let it go. All right, uh, so, so that that's kind of cool. I don't know if I'm gonna be buying that one, but yeah, and that's fucked up too. Like Godzilla, uh, Godzilla, damn it, King Kong always—he's cool as fuck. But like, even as much as I'm saying, I think he's underrated. And I like him a lot. It's like I'm not gonna buy the Blu-ray. So, <laughs> <laughs> way, way to support, Mikey. I know, I know, that's me. And don't you mouth off to me, or I'm gonna slap you right in your penis. <laughs> uh, lastly, I wanted to talk about. And it's not really much we could say, but uh, it kind of ties into the latest episode as of this recording of this horror life. You guys did the My Bloody Valentine remake Rumble, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna be on the next This Horror Life remake Rumble. Very excited for that. No, oh, yeah, boy, yeah. I can't wait for that. Ooh, do I got some uh, for you. I have a feeling I'm gonna be sick that that week. <laughs> I feel a case of the COVID coming on. <laughs> case of the Roman cat. We're gonna be talking psycho. I was just gonna ask if it was psycho. If that's yeah. why you were excited about it. Extremely. Oh. Uh, but this is the 40th anniversary of My Bloody Valentine, guys. That's kind of cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's um really it's just such a great movie. Rewatching it for this horror life. I hadn't seen it in a number of years. And it's just so much fun. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, great. 40 years and um, Scream Factory. We talked about uh, them with the King Kong. They, they've got a great release. Uh, collector's edition of uh, My Bloody Valentine that, that is out and uh, well worth the money. Oh, shit. Really? They yeah, also have good. one with... A, is, is that the one with the action figure? They they you can get the one with the action. I, they may be sold out of those now because they do um, a very limited number of the action figures. Okay. And I've never bought one of the ones with an action figure because they're always really expensive. Although they did have I don't remember what movie it was, but it had a Tom Atkins action figure. Oh, God. and uh, I almost pulled the trigger on that, but I didn't have the extra money at the time that sold out because it was like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank God yeah, for that I mean, action figure. The things Tom that action, done action, to it. action figure. Ooh, I'd had that son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a it's a great uh, uh, release of My Bloody Valentine. It's got the um, it's got the theatrical version and the uncut version of the movie on there, and a lot of special features and stuff. 
I actually just looked it up now, and they have a uh, collector's edition, <laughs> which is just the regular Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. And that looks kind of cool, but they do have a steel book too. The Blu-ray is just uh, $18, which isn't bad. The steel book, it, uh, like Rob said, uh, oh yeah, okay, here here we go. Special offer, uh, order the, sh- oh, this is Shout Factory, okay. Uh, order from shoutfactory.com and get exclusive limited edition NECA action figure and exclusive limited edition rolled up photograph, blah, blah, blah. Newly commissioned cover art plus free shipped. Oh, wow, look at this. Okay, so I guess you can get the action figure? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, they do a limited number of those, and they usually sell out pretty quick, but I, I don't know. Maybe they still have some available. Okay, I don't want to sidetrack us, but I'm also on their site right now, and they have an LGBTQ Pride edition of the Babadook, yeah, which yeah. is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, they did that after... <laughs> uh, yeah, they did that. Um, they've got amazing. a big sale going on right now, too. I think it's still going. Um, on a lot of slasher movies. I was actually looking at that uh, a couple of days ago. I don't remember exactly when the sale ends. Huh. But um, they yeah, they had a uh, they had a real big sale going on on a lot of slasher movies, so that was that was kinda cool. Um so you can get some stuff cheap. I really do. I, I'm a big I, I like Screen Factory a lot. Um I buy a lot of their Blu rays because they do an excellent job with them. But um any of the collector's editions they do a really good job with, and I, I really recommend if you're going to pick up My Bloody Valentine, that's the one to get. Yeah, but $70, man. Well, no, you don't have to get that, though. You can just get the Blu-ray without the action figure. It's a, The one with the action figure is the one that's expensive. Yeah, I know. See, they also have uh, just the Steelbook without all that other shit, and that's $30. See, that would I would get that one. Yeah. That'd be my goal. It looks like you can get the action figure alone for $40. Forty dollars oh, sold out. Oh the fuckers! No, yeah, it's sold out. Yeah, no, you know, like I, I think. Well, Friday was different, I guess, but I don't know. It, it's really cool that they they do shit like that because that's where, I, dude. I I got from uh, uh, Waxworks, Rob. I got the My Bloody Valentine record. I really like that. That's one of my favorites, the original My yeah. Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I don't, I don't have that release from Waxwork yet, but um. Ha. That's a great company to get stuff from. As a matter of fact, speaking of that, I just got um, my waxwork version of the new John Carpenter record in the mail today. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got a ball trimmer in the mail today. Yeah, the Tom Atkins came from Night of the Creeps. Had had a Tom action, a Tom Atkins action figure, but it sold out. It was 70 bucks. We don't want to talk about Tom Atkins. Oh. <laughs> That's all I want to talk about. <laughs> Hold on, where's my thing? We know. <laughs> yeah, we know, Rob. You want to get it in <laughs> with that Tom Atkins, don't you, boy? Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, welcome to this segment of We All Look at Shout Factor or Screen Factor's <laughs> website. Yeah, right. <laughs> tell you what we see. <laughs> Who does not sponsor this show, by the way, yeah. so shame on them. But if you would like to sponsor us, my request uh, for our free movie is the LGBTQ <laughs> Babadook. Excellent job. Uh, <laughs> That's only 12 bucks, too. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting it. I might spend money this episode after all. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was still try- I was trying to find if they still had that, that sale going on because there were some titles I wanted to pick up that were really cheap, but I didn't see it on there, so maybe I missed out. Well, poor Rob. Yeah, I know. I'm always, I always miss out on things. 
Don't worry, Rob. I'm going to cheer you up right now. Oh, boy. What are we doing now? We are talking about the movie that we picked this week. Okay. And with oh the, the unfortunate news of that poll, I figured I had to piss you guys off one way or another. So we're doing <laughs> Scream 4. Everybody's known the back and forth and, and slander that's been thrown to Scream 4 by my opposition here. And we are <laughs> finally, 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 finally doing it. Kat, mm-hmm. do you feel differently about it? Uh, you're not going to like my answer because I actually liked it a little bit less this time like there were parts of it overall i liked it less this time um i it's weird because i thought for sure when i when scream 4 came out i was very excited for it i was disappointed but i couldn't really put my finger on why and after spending years uh getting a lot more analytical and you know I, i spent some time as a professional film critic and i just i thought i was going to have a like a clear list of points of like what exactly let me down about this this time right or i i was going to change my mind i figured it was going to be one of those two things and it's still it's i have a little bit of a better concept of what i was looking for like what they kind of missed out on but there's still kind of just like a vague sense of it didn't really feel that much like a screen movie you know Yep. It, it it was like in the uncanny valley of scream movies where it was like if this was a fan fiction that i was reading i'd be like wow i can really see them saying all of these things but like i wouldn't quite believe it that's that's kind of where it fell for me where it was just like okay yeah don't worry cat i've got an entire list of things that i didn't like about this movie <laughs> that we can go through Mother. And it's it's not terrible i don't hate it by no i don't means, i don't actually but... don't dislike the movie i think the movie's it's fine. It's just, um, you know, this whole thing started because we were arguing which one's better, Scream 2 or Scream 4. Scream 4. Oh, Without yeah. doubt Scream 2 is better. That was, where, that was where I got really passionate about it because I really like Scream 2. And, yeah. and Scream 4, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, it's good. It's okay. I'm not going to go to bat for it. Uh, well, I am, and you're about to fucking hear it. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine today. And I was telling them we were doing Scream 4. They knew they knew of our back and forth uh, about the movie. And they also agree that Scream 2 is better, which really pisses me off. But anyway, right. so I actually said to them, my hope is with this one that, because rewatches have been getting cat a little bit lately, so my hope yeah. is she's going to rewatch this and <laughs> feel completely different about it and 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 love this movie. So there goes fucking Strike 1 for me. Guys, I just don't know how, in all honesty, I don't know how you guys didn't think this felt like a scream. It does because it doesn't. There are a number the, of reasons why it doesn't. There's something uh, in the beginning that I want to talk about, like the opening sequence for okay. Scream 4, because it kind of, it, it, it's a good symbol of my feelings about the movie as a whole, but I was able to like really hone in on it in the opening sequence where, you know, they're, they're going through and they're proving a point about meta horror and how it's overdone and how the audience expects what, you know, and they're, they're doing like all the, the fake outs, you know, where it's like, and you know, and by the end of it, and I will say there were a lot of people that I forgot that were in Scream 4. So there were, or I, I didn't really forget they were in Scream 4, but when I was a kid, when, when Scream 4 came out, 
Um, and it was like one of the first horror releases I was like looking forward to coming out. I didn't know a lot of actors. So there were a lot of people in it that I like now that I was like, oh, I didn't remember that they were the one in this, you know. Uh, and I, I will say Kristen Bell uh, being in the intro was like a fun surprise because I didn't remember that at all. But they're, do they're going through the intro, you know, and they're, they're doing all this stuff. And first of all, it bothered me a little bit because I think one of the scariest shots in the movie was in the stab seven thing where there's just like that one moment where she looks like right before she stabs her friend where you can just sense that there's something off. There's just that little bit of unease. And I, I don't think it bodes well that my favorite shot of the movie was in the comedic, like self-referential joke movie and not in the movie movie. So that was kind of, that bothered me a little bit. But then also, by the time it got out to the point where we're watching, like, the actual movie, where we're watching Scream 4 and not an iteration of Scream 4 that's being made fun of, I didn't care anymore. Because it was like, you did a good job. You made your point about, like, how horror, you know, how there are too many layers of this. You did, as commentary, it's excellent. But you did it too well, and now I'm removed. Like, now I'm not engaged. So, like, they, they proved their point, but it was less satisfying. And that was, that was a line that Scream and Scream 2 never crossed for me. Like, they could prove that point and be entertaining. Katja said they did it too well. I'm mad. They proved well, their point. Like, there are problems in the horror genre that they demonstrated very well, but they demonstrated them to a level that I didn't like the movie as much. Yeah, my favorite part of this movie came in those beginning fake-out movies, too, when that one girl was bagging on Saw 4 about how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> that, I still say that's why Kat don't like this damn movie. I was just going <laughs> to no, get that Saw out Saw 4, I, I get it. If it was... No, and that was... Uh, okay, so Saw 4, the, that brings me kind of to another point. They make a lot of, like... They make a lot of fun horror movie references like they did in the other Scream movies, but they're not, like... For a movie that's supposed to be, for a franchise that had been, like, so analytical about stuff, they're like, oh, man, she's the angel of death. This is, like, Final Destination. And it's like, I don't think you watched Final Destination. <laughs> like, I, you know, the, the horror movie references were just not, not good in this one. Yeah, also. <laughs> there are some problems with some of that stuff. I mean, uh, <laughs> at one point, uh, when he's when he's playing the game uh, with, I, I don't know any of these characters' names, uh, but he's got the long-haired nerd strapped to a chair, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's playing the asking trivia question games, and he asks, uh, what was the name of the movie that started the slasher craze? <laughs> and the answer, uh, according to the killer, is Peeping, Peeping Tom. Tom. <laughs> um now peeping tom might very well be the first slasher movie ever it's a very good movie but it did not start the slasher craze in no any one way. liked it yeah like <laughs> it ruined michael powell's career he yeah couldn't get work after that and this was a guy who had made some amazingly praised films like the red shoes and uh black narcissist and uh the life and death of colonel blimp and he couldn't get work after releasing Peeping Tom. Peeping Tom came out about a month before Psycho. And it, Psycho obviously had the opposite effect on Alfred Hitchcock's career. It just made him bigger. Um, <laughs> but Peeping Tom killed Michael Powell's career. And then we didn't really get any more slashers until the early 70s. That's hardly a craze. And then she's also... Uh, 
I not the point, but right after that, she's like, "Give me one more chance, give me one more chance," uh, yeah. and then she just starts listing movies before the questions. Oh uh, yeah, out. she yeah. just like, and then she's like, and then she's so surprised. She's like, "Yeah, you." You're mad because I got it right. You can't kill him because I got it right. I got it right, didn't I? And it's like, you just listed movies for like two minutes. What yeah, if you fuck? list every movie made, you might have you might have bounced on one of the, on the correct answer. Now, I just that, uh, yeah, the Peeping Tom thing really bothered me because that is just completely incorrect. Any of and, the multiple choice answers would have arguably been better than yeah, Peeping Tom. Yeah, um, and, and I know that seems like a little thing to be bothered by. But, but there were so ex- many little things. I had come to expect so much from Scream as a franchise to get those sort of things right. Scream set the bar really high, and Scream 4 didn't commit to delivering all the way. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and I also feel kind of like uh, referencing Peeping Tom was sort of like a way for them to wink and nod and be like, look how smart we are. We know about this obscure movie that not a lot of people know from 1960. But it doesn't matter because it still wasn't the correct answer to the question. (laughs) Well, I I just want to say, I feel like at the beginning of this movie, like I said, I just don't know how you could say it's not. it didn't feel like a stream, at least at the very beginning. I I mean, they brought it back to the garage door, the stab movies, you know, referencing the second, third movie, you know, all that stuff. Like they, They brought so much of it back. Then you cut to Woodsboro, like they gave give you that look at Woodsboro, and not to mention the the body count in this thing. Three and a half minutes in, you get two kills. Five minutes in, it's up to three. Nine minutes in, it's up to four, and then eleven minutes in, it's up to five. You know, it had all the the false stuff in the beginning, and which Scream kind of. I, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say they started that, but they did it so well. Those little false moments, and they had those in there. I, I like that they were able because this movie came out in um uh, when the hell is it? Uh, 2011. The Scream Three came out in 2000. That's over a decade without a horror movie. Uh, uh, uh not a horror movie. The the true <laughs> slashers, you know, like like the big ones, the top shelf slashers. And I know we had the Friday the Thirteenth remake and all that shit in there too. But don't get me started on that. But those were so criticized and all that. So. They didn't have anybody from the original cast. Now, this was Scream. Wes Craven's back. Neve Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, they're back. Everybody's back. This is like an original movie coming out again. You know, like it had that feel to it, which, which not a lot of slashers can even do, even if they want to. They maybe bring back one or two people. So it was such a big deal that one of the OGs were coming back to this. And at the time, there was shit coming out around 2010. So I, I think they set the table so well by telling you, kind of like what Kat mentioned, this is everything that's wrong with horror movies. And right after they told you what was wrong with them, they did it right. <laughs> Except they didn't do it right. They just yeah, that's, did it. That's, and, where, oh, that's where we differ. Like Which, having Wes Craven come back and having all the original cast come back, that's all great. But it doesn't mac. It doesn't make the movie good. Well, no, 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 I'm not talking about the movie in its whole. I'm saying in that those opening c- scenes, like the stab stuff. You touched on the. I so they set the stage really well, and if they had followed through a little bit better, you talked about the body count, and that was also kind of a thing for me because this re- and where again the referential component was very good. Uh, the commentary on the genre was excellent, on point. 
but it made it less entertaining because they're like, oh, you always have to outdo everything in a sequel. And when we do reboots, you know, like it's we've got to up the ante. We've got to do bigger and better and gorier. And there's got to be more blood. And this thing we're going to obnoxiously narrate how much better we're going to do on this one. And they the body count was (laughs) way higher in Scream 4. It gets into the action very early. But Rob doesn't even know what kirby's name is her name is kirby she's got like a little cartoon puffball name and no one can remember what it was i couldn't remember going in and it's like that seems you don't know who anyone's name is you know and i still am referring to them like in my head for the most part as like the actors names because they had an amazing cast but there's no character development like i don't care what anyone's going through to the extent that i did in scream or especially Scream 2. It felt like it was stacked with a lot of characters so it could have a high body count. Yeah, and if they had if they had kept up that like character storytelling quality that we had seen in Scream and up to the body count, like that would have been it would have been a big ask, but it it would have it would have kept with that Scream tradition of here's what's wrong and here's how we do it better. And this one just felt like Here's what's wrong, and we're also doing it. Watch how smart we are for pointing out what's wrong. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I, I think the reason that I think it doesn't feel like a scream movie is because they brought back the original cast. All the original actors are there, right, playing their roles, but they don't feel like the same characters. I don't think Dewey would be that oh. dismissive of Gale. Oh, no way. As a character. It's just completely not his character. And they don't work together like they do in the other movies. Like Dewey's being the sheriff and he's off with the little deputy lady doing sheriff things. And Sydney's doing her whatever Sydney does in these movies. She sits around and watches everybody else die. And then Gail is teamed up with the, the AV nerds and is off doing her thing. And then you've got this whole other group of high school kids that are off doing their thing. It's they're not together like in scream three, which is a bad movie, (laughs) but it it got the feeling of a scream movie, right? Because even the new characters that they brought in meshed into the group of, of existing characters that we already knew. So the actors that were in the movie, the stab movie that was being made in scream three were working together with the original cast that we already knew. They don't do that in this movie. And I don't remember. I I'm sure it was, Mikey that said this because it was in defense of Scream 4. I I don't remember when it got said, but you were talking about like it being a passing the torch film and they didn't do that either. It wasn't like, hey, we're not meshing because here's a new generation uh, to to carry on our legacy or like to, to talk about or to follow. It was like, hey, here are two separate groups of people and also fuck the new guys. Because we're here. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was, yeah, they didn't pass a torch at all. No, 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 no. That was my thought for Scream 5. Oh, oh okay. Uh, that okay. I, I, no, I will retract that. When then. they went into Scream 4, though, they did hype it in interviews as a passing of a torch to start a new trilogy. Even the poster. films. Huh? The poster, too, was all the new. Well, no, I don't know the main part, but one of the posters out were the new yeah, characters lined that up. Was, that was the way they were hyping it up. Now, why we never got the other two. I don't know, and I don't know what their plans were, but this movie showed absolutely no sign of passing a torch to anyone. No, no, no. And, and that's why, and like I said, I did see a poster, which I, I don't remember ever seeing before, but 
everyone remembers the original with them all lined up. I know what you did mm-hmm. last summer, bit off of it, embarrassing. Yeah, every movie from the nineties right. did after, uh, yeah, the two thousands. Right after that, after Scream came out, yeah, yeah. So they they did that was a thing for this one also. I had, I had never seen that before, but I seen it today. I I mean, <laughs> I I don't see how you could have made this a pass the torch movie because everybody fucking died. Well, I would have. I I told you how they could have done that a long time ago. If Sydney had been Sydney the killer, could have been the killer. I don't. They would have passed it on to the character played by uh, Emma Roberts, who, by the way, is super hot with dark hair and crazy. <laughs> uh, crazy, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The way she was all crazy with her dark hair, I was like, "Who is this girl?" And I looked it up, and I was like, "That's Emma Roberts." Holy I- crap! I will say Emma Roberts was one of the like surprise things because I didn't know who Emma Roberts was when I watched Scream for the first time and going back and being like, oh, that's Emma Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Give her a little bit of crazy and some dark hair and and she's right up my alley. I think Um, we're going back to Rob's porn choices now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, that's how they they pass the torch. Sydney has finally snapped. She's the killer. And you pass that torch on to her cousin, played by Emma Roberts, whatever the hell the character's name is, going yeah. forward into the new trilogy. They didn't do that, so they didn't pass any kind of torch. So they just killed all the new people and left the same old cast still alive. Hear me out, though. I, here also, because there was also an interesting option in letting Emma Roberts, if she had gotten away with it, if she had gotten away with it, uh, like, completely... And then, and not been killed. Like if they just hadn't continued the movie quite as long as they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sydney wakes up as like an epilogue or whatever. And then Emma Roberts is trying to kill her for the rest of the franchise. I also thought I would have watched that. Yeah, but like, yeah, I would have watched that. There were options. Uh, there were a lot of there were a lot of options, and they didn't really take any of them. And also, yeah. it bothered me that the Lemon Square Lady <laughs> survived. Yeah. I kind of liked the Lemon Square Lady. She she was good for some laugh. She could have died. That would have been fine. <laughs> you know, that would have been interesting because it would have been the first time we get a repeat ghost face. Yeah. Which would have been, yeah. that That would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I but I don't know what their plans were for the other two movies going forward. So it's hard for me to say they should have done this or they should have done that. I just know what I was hoping to see and what I got was more of the same. Well, they just had so much setup in it where it was like the the killer is the one making the movie now, you know. And if yeah. she could have, you know, if she's like, well, if Sydney's gonna be the final girl, I'm going to use this chance instead of trying to murder someone and then figure out how to cover it up later until I die. I I'm just going to take the fame of being a killer and I'm gonna kill my cousin, who I obviously have some issues with anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which is weird because she says at the beginning of the movie she doesn't even really know her. Doesn't know her. <laughs> yeah, which is, and then I thought it was weird that they she was staying at their house. Does she not know? Does she know the mom? I guess does she have a better relationship with the mom? Because if some family member of mine showed up and was like, "Hey, I'm going to be in town. I'm going to stay at your house." I'm like, get the fuck in a hotel, dickhead. You're <laughs> famous. Here. You're on a book tour. Like, yeah. get a hotel room. Yeah. Stay <laughs> with me. Stay I don't with know you. who the hell you are. <laughs> See, I, th- th- this is where I, I disagree with Rob on this also. I actually noted, I don't see it right now, but it's impress. I thought that it was impressive that they were able to stay so true to these characters after so long. Ugh, I didn't get that at all from it. I think Gail was pretty much Gail. She seemed the same. Sydney was pretty much Sydney because, like I said, she most of what she does in these movies is just watch other people die. 
And but Dewey was so far out of character for me. Well, he's a sheriff now. That it, now it just it, that was not Dewey at all. The it was Dewey also that was in this movie. Frustrating to watch Sydney just be more like Sydney while her arc was also reinventing herself. Yeah. Where it's like, oh man, I sure did reinvent myself a whole bunch and I'm not going to be a victim anymore. But if my cousin stabs me, I'll just stand there and take it. That's yeah. okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's family. Well, when you, that's the thing. It's family. I mean, could you imagine, Kat, if your cousin just, just came out of nowhere and stabbed you? If my cousin monologued to me about how much my cousin was jealous and was going to kill me and then killed their boyfriend, I would not stand still while she stabbed me. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I love my cousin. I have a better relationship with my cousin than Sydney has with hers. I but would she hope wouldn't so. stab. Like <laughs> I, I wouldn't take a stabbing from her. I. <laughs> I won't go in a room with any of my cousins unless I have at least two knives. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> imagine having Bobby as your cousin. <laughs> no, um, I think. Yeah, Dewey doesn't feel like the same character to me, and. Like I said, the the fact that they weren't working together this time around just made it feel like not a scream movie at all. Those and were also, my those were the two things that I think really more than anything else sunk this for me as a scream film. It did a number on the runtime, having all those extra characters and like the the two things. I felt like this movie was really long. This uh, like on the rewatch. Well, the third act was went on for too long. They could have wrapped that up much faster than they did. Yeah. You know, I mean, get out of that house quicker to get to the hospital quicker. If that's the ending you're going to have, because it seemed like they were in that house at the end forever. Uh, even after we, the kill killers were revealed, it just kept going on and on with her monologuing about bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Her monologuing and then her beating herself up too. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. like it lasted long enough that it was like, yeah. I, I was like, maybe if it goes on a little bit longer, it'll be funny, but it never quite reached that comedic element, so it was just long. <laughs> Although I will say, those are some of the scenes that I found her to be the hottest in, because she was the craziest. Oh, dear God, Rob, <laughs> put it away. Sweet Jesus. Um, I, I, I really... I, another thing that, that I, I don't understand that coming from you guys. Kat, for you to say that that opening, whichever uh, stab thing it was, yeah. For you to say that that was your, I, I don't remember how you put it, memorable part, whatever, your favorite part, I don't know. But I think it was the tensest moment. <sighs> so you guys aren't going to give Olivia's death anything? I don't know oh. who the fuck Olivia is, so no. The, 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 <laughs> Which, the one who very quickly. <laughs> the one who died across the street when they were watching through the window. Dude, that's. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was. It was a good surprise. That was amazing. That tense. Yeah, I didn't feel that tension. No, but I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good scene. Um, I liked, you know, when he says I'm in the closet, that whole thing, you know, uh, the sort but, of. And it was a know. good line. It was like a good scream line. I didn't say it was your closet, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, yeah. it was a good line. There were um, good moments. And then them all being, you know, in the house next door, looking through the window, but there's it. nothing they could do. I mean, that was, well, they didn't have to watch. Yeah, oh. they didn't have to watch and they could have made it um, over there a lot sooner. Yeah. Um I mean that I did like that. I did like that scene. Yeah. Um but again, it's a scene. It doesn't it doesn't make a whole movie. Not not it wasn't it tense. You know, I mean there because there were some kills that I like. Like I like that. I liked Anthony Anderson when he got the knife in the head. Oh uh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Um and his partner getting killed before that, you know, that was kind of a, a 
um, and the ant uh, through the mail slot. That was pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I liked there was a lot of that kind of stuff that I did like. But uh, it just it, to me, when you're the fourth movie in a franchise and the characters uh, don't act like they have in the other three movies, it just it throws throws the whole thing off. And the thing with the kills too is because like it that felt more to me, and this might have been like a large cast thing. Um, it felt more like Friday the Thirteenth kills to me than like Ghostface kills. And I think a big part of it is because I didn't know the characters real well. Like I didn't remember anybody's name. I, I didn't have a large emotional investment in anyone except for the people who were already monologuing about themselves. And then you know, like I. I, I've already forgotten her name again. Olivia? Oh, the chick. Olivia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like it, it was a good scene. It was a good death. It was cool. Like I remembered it. Um, I, I knew it was coming because I remembered it even from the first time I watched this back in like, 2011. But I didn't, it had no emotional impact in me. And it, it was the same with the aunt, you know, like I, I knew who she was relation wise. I didn't know her name. I didn't care that much that she was dead. <laughs> No, you know, yeah, no, and, I didn't care that any of them were dead. Good and year. I had that, like, in, especially for, for named characters, you know, and they they did a lot of fake outs, you know, and you kind of know that they're coming. But even, you know, when you thought Gail was going to die or whatever, it's like, oh, that's, I'm, I was more sad about losing her from the franchise than I was about, like, actually watching her death. Because it, the character development just, it wasn't there. See, I... I remember when I was, I went to the theater to watch this one. Like, I was super excited. And that scene, the, the Olivia, Olivia scene I was talking about, I remember sitting in the theater and going, and even like, you know, the, the attack on her was, you know, that was cool and all. And like, it was aggressive and all. Like, it was really cool to see. And, but it was more the aftermath when Sydney's in the room and you see the blood everywhere and her guts on the bed. I remember looking at that and going, Ghostface is fucking back. Like, that's what I remember. And, you know, I, I think them coming back as much as they did, because Scream, like you guys mentioned, wasn't really a super high kill count movie. Scream 1 had 8, Scream 2 had 10, and, and so did Scream 3. Th this movie, Scream 4, had 14. You know, that that's... Close, closer to double, you know, almost, than you know, so it's it's a decent amount more. I, I feel like they came back saying we got to go balls to the walls, you know, because and and I, you know, I really don't blame them for that, man. I really don't. There, there's a device. Uh, there's there's advice that people get in storytelling. A show don't tell. They said balls to the wall like sixteen times more than they showed it, though. Uh, yeah. I, his, my thing with that is um, I don't care about the kill count usually no, in horror I, movies. My favorite of the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies is New Nightmare, and I, there's uh, very few in that. Right. What, four? Yeah. Overall. There were only four in Nightmare on Elm Street, too. But they mean something when they happen. Yeah, I get that. But I'm invested in those characters, and so so they mean more. There's The stakes are much higher. So with 14, those stakes aren't high at all. To me, I mean, like, I, I literally don't know the names of any of the characters outside of the original cast, you know, and so and some of those kills were Sydney's publicist, who I don't even know if she gets a name in, oh. in the movie. 
And she was another one too. It was nice you, to see. But she's <laughs> um, in like Alice she, Brie. She's in like two scenes, and so why do I care if she gets murdered or not? But do you always have to care? Well, it just has more impact. It makes it more meaningful. I, mean, I, I cared in Scream. I mean, no, I don't not, always not for have every to, single one. I don't I, always have to care. I mean, my favorite franchise is probably right, thirteen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it, it, but with Scream movies, I expect to be drawn into these characters more. I, I, so it's again, that's part of it not feeling like a Scream movie. But see, I I don't mind because you're right about the Friday the Thirteenth thing, and that's kind of the I, I definitely look at this as Friday the Thirteenth meets Scream. You know, in, in a more you know modernized setting, obviously, but I I don't know, man. I didn't mind it. Like I I really do not mind sitting down and watching a bunch of people fucking die for no reason. I'm in movies. Like I, it doesn't bother me. And and I I've always uh we mentioned Corner Pocket earlier. He he was always on the show saying it didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. And you know I I get it. Like there, there's definitely a large amount of space for that in horror movies. I trust me. I understand. Being an original Scream fan, I, I get it, but it, it would be so because you, you we talked about it. Was this a pa- supposed to be a passing of the torch movie? Maybe there were plans at some point we would see evidence of, but I mean, dude, everybody died, so obviously that went out the window somewhere along the fucking way, and they were content with saying, "Okay, we're just gonna keep stick with our the original." So. Is it really the worst thing in the world to just like? How are they going to further on these four people, the three people's story? It's impossible, <laughs> you know. Especially in 2011, like kids who are going to see that might not have even have seen the original screen movies, you know. So it's like I, I, I seen the conundrum they were in with that, and maybe the only way out of that would have been to pass the torch. But for whatever reason, they didn't do it. I'm kind of. Gl- I don't know. I want to know how you guys feel about that. The whole passing of the torch thing, because we're seeing it get more accepted with Candyman. That looks like it's going to be a passing of the torch thing. It's hard for me to let go, man. Like I don't want to see him go like that. Yeah, I, I get that. But I also don't want to see uh, as much as I love David Arquette. I don't want to see a 75 year old David Arquette limping around the street. <laughs> Instead yeah. of scream movie. I don't want like you know? the nursing home edition of Scream in yeah. I don't, another I don't decade when Yeah. I, I eventually it's gotta happen. I, I mean we're looking at it with Jamie Lee Curtis as we speak. You know, like Yeah, I mean that's that I, I think that by the end of the uh this new Halloween trilogy, um it, we're gonna get the passing of the torch. I, I think that the, the movies are gonna shift towards her granddaughter's character. Well, they're saying this upcoming one is going to be that. But, you know, speaking of that, this upcoming Halloween, we're hearing more and more. We've talked about it during our news segments for a while now. Everyone said we, we had uh, James Jude Courtney, who plays Michael Myers on the show a few months ago. It, it, he even said this is going to be Halloween on steroids. I mean, it's kind of seems like it's going to be a Scream 4. Okay, but they actually passed the torch first. Well, yeah. Yeah, and also, I don't mind that in a Halloween movie. I think that what we're doing is we're talking about two different things. I think you're talking about Scream 4 overall as a movie. And as a movie, I don't Scream 4. I think it's good. It's entertaining. As a a Scream movie, it's not good. That's what I'm saying. And I don't mind a high 
body count in a Halloween film or a Friday the 13th film. Death for no reason doesn't matter to me in those franchises. It's not what I expect from a Scream movie. And that's why I say this doesn't feel like a Scream movie. I think they were able to, and I, I see all that. Don't get me wrong. I do. But like I said, I'm able to detect, because there's no way 11 years later they could have came out with the same thing. The society was different. They had to reintroduce this franchise to, you know, not a whole new audience, because I'm sure, you know, me, you, and Kat are the, the ones who went to, you know, the majority of the people that seen it were fans of the original. But, you know, there's new kids, man. They're looking for demographics, all that bullshit. I get that. But I, I don't know, man. I, I, I noticed the space they were in and what they had to do. There was just no... That's the, the disadvantage. I think there's a big advantage of being able to carry on a cast throughout four movies. Because we don't see horror movies do that ever as a franchise. No, that's impressive. In a way. It, it is. But it's also a disadvantage is with points like this. I mean, maybe, but I I feel like you're saying that they felt like they had to do something different. That's fine. Do something different, but still, it has to still feel like a Scream movie. It has to feel the same. And if you can't figure out a way to do that, then don't make this movie. Ah, come on. I don't know if you could go as as far as saying this movie shouldn't have been made. No, I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that, but I'm saying that what they gave me, if they had given it another title with different uh, actors. In different characters, it uh, would have been fine. As a Scream movie, it's not. Scream and and Scream 2 set the bar very, very high for Scream movies. Yeah, I mean, I've said it, before, that opening sequence of Scream, the original with Drew Barrymore, is one of the greatest things in any horror movie ever made. Agreed. It's incredible. Yeah. Um. And there's nothing in this movie that even comes close to that. It seems like the problem you guys have with it is when you're coming out with a movie so so much time later, you have to change. So much time, so much has changed, you have to change something. You know, obviously. Jason X, Night, New Nightmare, you know, uh, as much as Rob hates it, uh, Halloween um, Resurrection. Fuck that movie. <laughs> you gotta do something different. Some have hit, some have missed. But I think you guys' problem is they didn't change enough if they were going to change. Is that correct? No, my my problem is it, it's just an execution. They they knew what story they wanted to tell and they told it instead of like showing it. They they pointed out all the flaws and then they didn't improve on them. And it and and it shows and it's it's a good concept for a screen film screen film. Like, I, you know, if you pitched it, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely make this. Because on paper, it's it's solid enough. But I, it's just, I don't know. It needed some serious tweaks. I also think that maybe you have to change some stuff all those years later, but you can still make it feel like a part of the franchise. I mean, we just got a Halloween movie that came out 40 years after the original, and it has that feeling of the original movie. It feels like an updated Halloween movie. They did a really good job with it. And and Scream 4 doesn't really it it doesn't have that. And I will say one of the one of the lines I I talked about it a little bit um in regards to the intro where they were pointing out flaws and stuff and 
I felt that way again. There's the one line in there that I did really appreciate. Um, the the first rule to remake is is not to fuck with the original. And I it resonated with me so strongly that at first I was like, they did it. They pulled off a masterpiece. Like they shouldn't have <laughs> fucked with the original. And then I realized it only resonated with me because I felt like they had been doing that the entire runtime of the movie. <laughs> and it was like, oh, well. Yeah, I, I, and there was a lot of monologuing by characters in this movie and a lot of really bad dialogue. Did anybody else feel that? Or was that just me? But I thought that dialogue at times in this movie was just horrendous. Dewey and Gail are on the phone and he like goads her and then is mad and surprised when she hangs up on him. Yeah. And it's like, what were you expecting to happen? <laughs> yeah, I just, there were... There were some really cringeworthy lines throughout, um, I I felt. And again, that doesn't feel like Scream because Kevin Williamson um, is, well, at least was back in the day, known as a very sharp screenwriter. Um, Also, Lemon Square Lady had a bunch of those really cringy lines. I felt it with her. She could have died. You guys leave (laughs) Lemon Square Lady alone. She's fine. (laughs) I I don't I I don't I don't know guys I really don't know what the hell to say to you after this I really don't no um and one of my other favorite moments in the movie by the way just as a sidebar is when uh, towards the beginning of the movie Dewey's cell phone rings and it's playing Axel F the theme song from Beverly Hills Cop I popped for that pretty hard that that was fun yeah I was like oh that's awesome that's exactly what Dewey would have on his phone as his ringtone. <laughs> And I wish I was watching Beverly Hills Cop. (laughs) That was the best reference in Scream 4 wasn't a horror movie reference. (laughs) (laughs) They messed up a little bit there. I want to say, maybe this is something we can agree on. I don't fucking know anymore. But (laughs) do do you guys at least think they nailed Ghostface in this? And and by that, I mean, obviously the appearance, they really didn't change anything. But uh, he did. They gave him a CGI knife, which is was kind of cool. This was the first one they did. It. Well, bravo! Wh- which, by the way, not to get too far off my point, even though we're probably going to. I I think see like shit like that. Okay, fuck my point. I guess shit like that. <laughs> I think is what made this really good because a the CGI knife. It was great because it. I a I didn't notice it at all really just watching it it didn't come across like that but it it it, they took shit like that and did so well with it you know what i mean like little shit like that even the the kills like a few of them the olivia kill and even the um the publicist it's like they're there's horror movies who have really cool kills and then there's shit like this that wes craven does where there's layers to the kills you know like michael myers kind of did it where he would he'd kill somebody and it's great you had the kill the kill was awesome it looked phenomenal that's great and then the body will just fall out of somewhere later and you get another scare out of that kill there were layers to it with carpenter and there's layers to it with west craven which he showed really well because i mean you had the kill with olivia then you had the aftermath of it and it's like oh shit and then another oh shit even the the publicist you know like that that whole scene of him toying with her i think was really fucking cool in that parking garage then you get the kill like it was fast it was quick it was ghost face in and out 
And then you get that little press conference thing that Dewey's doing outside, and then boom, the body on the news truck. You know, like I, I feel like shit like that is is so underrated in, in, in movies like this, and that's what new movies don't do. You get a cool kill, and then it's over with. You know, you get that moment. It, it's really cool. All right, great. You have one good kill in the whole fucking movie, and then that was it. And and as to Wes Craven, they can let those moments linger a little bit and get a few oohs and ahs out of them instead of one big bang. You know, so I, I feel like the uh, the technique of it, you know, like, can you guys at least give me that? Like, they, they had moments of that in here, too. Well, Wes Craven knows how to make a movie. I don't think anybody's going to argue about that. Right. Um, but I don't, I mean, I don't even understand the point of a CGI knife. Like, to me, that just sounds like a lot of work that you have to do that isn't necessary. Get a fucking prop knife. It, it sounds like one of those, like, laziness that accidentally ends up being more work. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even understand. What's the fucking point of a CGI knife? Uh, um, I didn't notice it, though. So you're right about that. Right. But I, it could have been bad. I, mean, I, I, I wasn't looking for it either because who the fuck would CGI a knife? Well, Wes <laughs> Craven. stupid to me. Seems like there's absolutely no point in that. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. Ghostface, see, Ghostface is so in and out and quick with things. I mean, I like I said, I didn't notice it either. <laughs> to be honest, even all the times I rewatched it, I never even thought to look for it. it it's just one of yeah. those things where like CGI is such a touchy thing in horror movies. and. It's so often done so fucking badly that if I don't notice it, I'm it, it's done well. <laughs> it's the way yeah. I look at it. Um, I will say I, I am a little bit impressed because usually CGI doesn't age well. Right. The fact that we're watching this like 10 years later and the first thing we noticed wasn't the CGI night. Right. But again, I, I question the necessity for one. Yeah, that's like a hey, we can do this, so let's do it. But let's do it. <laughs> nobody went, why? Why the fuck would we do that? <laughs> Put the knife on screen's pretty fucking easy. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but I would I would I would like to see some of the scenes where they used it, what it would look like if they didn't. And don't get me wrong, I'm not sitting here acting like you're gonna be like, Oh my god, that's so much better. But I'm sure I'm just saying the the um I don't even know the word I'm looking for, just the the savvy. And and it was probably, I would imagine, a good portion goes to Wes Craven and the people he chose to put in charge of this stuff, too. You know, the savvy of that. Like, this this was just a movie where it's like, where people say there's layers to shit. Like, there's layers to shit, man. And that's why I feel the shit like that, that Scream did, in Scream 4 specifically, like, I, I can't put it too many tiers lower than a top-tier movie. I, I just can't do it. No, I I don't know. As far as the characterization of Ghostface goes, I don't know. I mean, Ghostface is to me um I like the I like the costume, but to me that's all Ghostface is is a costume because it's always somebody different. So uh, you can do anything with the character and and be like, well, it was a different person, so of course they walked different or they I, acted different. I actually do have one small complaint about Ghostface in this one. Uh oh. Um and it's it's subtle. It's I, I don't feel quite as passionately about it as I do with the other complaints that I've had. But I do think Ghostface, I think, was a perfect slasher because he was so he was very much on the fence of being completely indestructible and, and being human. Right. Like he was the perfect 
top of the fence for that, where it was like it, he was powerful enough that you were afraid of him. He was a threat. Uh, you never knew what he would do next. You know, like you, you never knew what he could and couldn't survive. But you could believe that a real person could feasibly do these things. Ghostface, because of the way that it was edited, I guess this is more of an editing complaint specifically than a ghost face complaint but because of like it, it was just edited in a way that made ghost face seem supernaturally fast and it wasn't like supernaturally fast like oh that's really quick for a human but i believe it could happen it was supernaturally fast like oh there's no trace of me <laughs> the door is open and that's how you know i got away like yeah I, it, it pushed it just a little bit too far and I, again i think that was mostly an editing thing you know yeah. Especially because sometimes it was that that long-haired nerdy guy, and he's not athletic enough to move that. Oh, fast. he cannot move that fast. No, there's no way. <laughs> I, I I could I could see that. I mean, but see, at the same time, it, I I think I'm not mad about it, only because it's like it's almost unfair. Because you look at Michael Myers. Michael Myers is just a dude, but then it's like, is he? You know, he's gone through all this bullshit, and he's still fucking roaming around and doing his thing so i kind of like that they gave him that you know a little extra oomph you know what i mean like so i, I but i could see i could, I could definitely see because michael myers has it's not fair to put ghostface and michael myers in the same cat like you just can't you know it's no I, I have always had this problem with ghostface and that because it's always somebody different um it's a different you know person wearing the ghost face costume in every film i've never really felt like there is uh a, a like um i don't know like ghost face to me doesn't have specific mannerisms or movements like michael myers like when i sit down and watch a halloween movie i expect michael to move in a certain way you know and and to react to things in a certain way with ghost face i've never really expected that because it's always somebody different well see here's yeah. my thing with ghost face and why i brought it up the mind games. I mean, yeah, you know, it's a different person, and I've I've always kind of felt that too. Where it's like, it, it's it's just a knock on him, you know. It's just, it just kind of sucks knowing that. But living in the the Scream universe, you know, Ghostface, Ghostface, dude, the mind games that he plays, I think, are so much more impactful. Because you got to think, like when when Jason's around, or Myers is around, or or even even Freddy, you know, he's there. He's menacing you. He's stalking you. Whatever he's, they're doing, they're there doing it. Like Ghostface is on the phone. You don't even see him with a lot of the shit that he's doing. You know, so I think that they they nailed the mind games of Ghostface to a T. Like he was Ghostface. Like going around turning. Except the, for what happened? Without the except for he was Ghostface, but without the knowledge of horror movies. Right. Yeah. He except for with the wrong <laughs> answers. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they nailed that too because they're a bunch of fucking high school kids. They don't know shit anyway, and they think they do. Yeah, so I mean, that's know, that, is a, that is a good point. That does sound like the the film nerd in high school, right? Who wants to name some obscure movie? It sounds like high school kids in general. They think they know the fucking world. Yeah. And they don't know dick. Yeah, yeah, you kids. Yeah, but I mean, can I at least get that from you guys that they nailed? the character of Ghostface well in this movie. Yeah, I, I mean, I, didn't, I don't have any complaints about Ghostface in this movie at all. Okay. Yeah, with, with the one exception, um, I, I do think they did a pretty good job. I, and and I, this is something I've I've been complaining a lot about Scream 4 because I, I feel like I have to. I, there's <laughs> Thanks, that part Scott. of me that's very <laughs> defensive. 
right. because of Scream 2, where it's like, I, I want to talk about on the show where Scream 4 failed me that Scream 2 did not. Okay. But I do like Scream 4, and one of the things that I did really like is that I Ghostface, it, it is hard to nail down like a, an exact character for Ghostface because they have all been different, right. but he's entertaining. Oh, yeah. The mind games are entertaining. I liked watching what Ghostface was up to. I, I wish he'd been just like a little bit more believable, but uh, it was a good time. Like, I, you know, that they got that down. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get at this point because I, you guys are talking about, you might as well be doing the show in Chinese at this point to me. I don't understand <laughs> it. Unbelievable. And Emma Roberts was really good. Oh, she was phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, she was. Oh, dude, uh, <laughs> Rob, I'm going to have to get the hose on you in a minute. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get you wet in a minute. Okay. Yeah. I am a big fan now. Yeah, you are. Take it easy there. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> Shout out to Katie Featherston. Um. Oh no. That, the only other thing. Uh. Can Can I bring up what another good thing that I'm hoping you guys agree? with before we wrap it up, I every yeah. time I talk about Scream, I have to get this out. Scream, and I don't give a fuck what either of you say. <laughs> Scream <laughs> has the best blood of any horror movie. In appearance, it looks good. It's got good blood. It's got, it got yeah. perfect blood. Yeah, it does look good. Um, I'm trying to think, and I can't think of anything, any movie that hop, pops in mind right. that does it better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it doesn't stand out, I, it's just something about it. And Dismay, who used to do this show, she dabbled in you know effects and all that stuff. And she, with her, her experience in it, she always said that it's difficult to make blood look good. And I never really thought about it until I was like thinking, like, wow, yeah, I remember a couple of movies where the blood looked like shit. And it, it it is. And it just stands out. Like, they have that perfect deep red, and it's the perfect amount of liquidy to gooey. And I, I don't know. It's always stood out to me with Scream. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right about that. It does look good. Ah, gotcha, you son of a bitch. Ha- See? Gotcha. <laughs> yep, you win. That's right. I win. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is barely a win for me. <laughs> um, I can't think of anything else I really had to bring up, guys. Uh, I think I'm, uh, I think I've said my piece on this movie. Okay. It's, uh, it's a good horror movie. It's not a good screen movie. Um, it's not the worst in the franchise, though. It's better than three. You had to kick me in the nuts on the way out, huh? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see how it is. You wait until I'm on your show. Oh, I got something for you, Rob. You don't know what it is yet, but I got something for you. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's really. Oh, the only other thing I want to say is it'd be cool to go to a stabathon. That'd be fucking awesome. Or a screamathon. I thought the same thing. That would be fun. I'd do that. Are you guys going to come to my uh, Valentine's Day? All all day saw marathon. Oh, <laughs> Sixteen no. hours of saw. Uh, I'm gonna Tomorrow. be down at the bus station trying to pick up a lady. <laughs> are you doing that live anywhere, Cat? Or are you just chilling doing it? What, what is that? Uh, no, I I did it live one year, uh, and Twitch freaked out on me. So I'm. Oh, <laughs> I'm oh that's yeah. gotta be a copyright problem. It, yeah, 
Yeah. Well, no. Are any of them on Amazon Prime? With my one follower, uh, they're on. Who was it? Someone just picked them up. HBO. Was it HBO? Was it Hulu? HBO. Someone, yeah. But no, this year I'm planning on just sitting at home doing it, uh, uh. watching them, because I. <laughs> no one ever comes to them. Like. <laughs> Well, I can't ever get anybody to watch. It's hard to get, man, it's so hard to get people to fucking do shit. Like, it is amazing how fucking lazy the world is. But I will say this, uh, Amazon Prime, if it's on Prime Video, I think if you have Prime, you can, Twitch does let you do watch-alongs now where you can watch movies, but the problem with it is, A, it has to be on Prime, B, the person watching it also has to fucking have Prime. Yeah, so. yeah, because they've also got Amazon has just a thing called Watch Party. Yes, where you can invite friends to to watch a movie with you, but everybody has to be a Prime member. Or if it's like a you know a movie you have to pay for, everybody has to rent it. Oh, get the fuck uh, out! Really? Yeah, yeah. See, and I didn't use. I I said Twitch. I used. I think it was like Rabbit or whatever it was. Oh, I, I, I watched Rabbit. like a watch along app. Um, yeah. I'm smarter than to just stream copyrighted stuff on Twitch, but <laughs> I'm I not. like the the uh, the. You're not smart enough to stay awake either. Fuck you, that's true. <laughs> it was just it, it was like a lot of setup, and then the connection sucked, and it just it was a nightmare. So yeah, for yeah. for the one person that watched with me, um, <laughs> it was too much effort. I miss Rabbit. I'm so sad it's gone. It was highly illegal yeah. though. There are other services that are very similar. Are there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Send them. I don't way. even remember which one it was that I was yeah. using, but uh, I'll send you something. I, I've, I'll find it because I actually just did a watch along thing with some people. Oh, did you? I mean, I didn't host it or anything, but I watched some other people host it, and they they used a site. <laughs> Rob, remember the the time I thought I was cute and I was <laughs> I was gonna do a watch along <laughs> of Friday the Thirteenth on YouTube. Oh yeah, Neil. Well, how long did it take? About twenty seconds. <laughs> yeah, about that. I don't even think the Paramount logo got off the screen. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was cute, man. I was like, man, ain't nobody gonna fucking find this. I fuck YouTube. I'm gonna go ahead and boom. God, whoa. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't even no realize time. it. Rob messaged me going, "What happened?" I'm like, "What happened?" And I refreshed the screen. Gone. Wow. Yep. No time at all. They pulled that shit down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And something tells me, Kat, if I attended your Saw Marathon, you wouldn't have as much fun as, <laughs> as you did it by yourself. Oh, no. Rob will hop in my Twitch stream when I'm I'm streaming games. He will do nothing but root against me and talk shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I can't wait to see Mikey get killed in the game. Oh, yeah. It'll be a good time. That just seems better than a Sabathon to me. <laughs> Uh, I mean, just an event yeah. like that where you got a <laughs> bunch of people in ghost face masks and shit, and it's like, that's cool. Yeah. Like a- I do wish we had something like that. That would be fun. The closest thing I know of to that is there are a couple of 24-hour horror movie marathons. I go to one every year in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they didn't do it this year, obviously. Um, but that's a lot of fun. Starts at noon on Saturday, wraps at noon on Sunday. See, I've done, like, I, I did the Avengers one, and I did uh, when... Because I didn't know all the problems I was gonna have with the uh, with the new Star Wars things, I, I did the like uh, all day <laughs> yeah. Star Wars run and for yeah. Force Awakens when it came out. But I, yeah, I they're never I the horror ones you have to like look up and and be aware of. And I mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't see advertisements for them. All right. No, there's not a lot. I, I don't even remember how I stumbled across the one in Columbus. I've, I've, I've done it like the last three years that they've had it and it's a lot of fun. Uh, there's also one in Chicago. Um, it's, uh, I think it's at the music box, which is an awesome old theater that I still want to go to. So maybe I'll check that one out. If things ever open up again. Hey man, we could do our own fucking stabathon one day. Never know. Could Never we know. could, we'll all get a bunch of people together, sell tickets and get a bunch of liquor and all everybody watch screen for and be in awe about how great it is. We can do Dude, it. We can uh, just show the premiere of five cream. Yeah. Oh, we, we could just show all the movies. Oh, damn it. I wanted to call this movie Four cream. <laughs> well, I, I thought go. about that all. I thought about that all day. I was like, I can't wait to drop four cream on them. Um, <laughs> and then I forgot to say it. Uh, oh my God. I'm sorry. That's funny to me. It dropped four cream on them. What's the matter with you? How did you save that for the fucking manscaped ad? What the I hell? don't know, man. I don't, because I had the bus station thing came up during the manscaped oh, ad. Shit. Um, I feel like that has to be bleeped. <laughs> I don't think so. Dirty okay. bastard, you. <laughs> um, oh, I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about now. But it would be oh, it would be fun to do like a slasher radio festival, and we could all just we could play all the movies we're always bitching about and talking about all the time. Oh yeah, uh, I'll we stand. Play rubber. We could do scream. Oh. We could do scream four. We could do cabin in the woods. We could, oh, <laughs> we do bride and Chucky. Oh. I'm not liking this anymore. Bride of Chucky's yeah. okay. I mean, you listed a lot of movies I don't like now. Everyone's yeah. going to be going to the bathroom around rubber time. I can tell you that right now. We can we show the thing. Oh, yeah, great. And the Leprechaun. That'll be the grand finale. Leprechaun. We can do Leprechaun. Yep. All the movies we're always talking about and arguing about. I, I don't think we could do... See, I, I love Blair Witch, and I think Camp Counselor Greg might stab somebody during that movie. So I, don't know. <laughs> I like Blair Witch too. I don't know what his problem is with that. I don't know either. But, yeah. uh, um, and no, the, you know what the grand finale will be? What? The fucking hunt. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be the perfect way to end it. Yep. Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I have to do, if I have to watch Emma Roberts uh, disappoint me in a movie, I would rather be screamed for. Right? Oh, oh, I got that. <laughs> Cat, what are I'm kidding. She did a good job in Screen Four. It was just the writing that disappointed. She really, really did. I, I was going to ask what I did to deserve that, but I brought up the, the fucking hunt. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you deserve that. One. I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. We could, uh, if you know, we could do an uh, an Emma Roberts just movie marathon. I'd be down for that. We show Holiday. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Um. Yeah, I, I can't get over four cream. <laughs> Drop four cream on them. Uh, guys, I got nothing else to say about this. Yeah, <laughs> clearly yeah, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Well, I want everybody to know, I still fucking say Scream 4 is better than Scream 2. So. Okay, you need yeah. to rewatch Scream 2. I did. Yeah. I told you I watched them back to back I, on each other. You need to rewatch it Again. until... You understand. <laughs> <laughs> like waterboarding? What the hell's going on here? Jesus. Uh, I, I stand by. Can, can we get a quick will, point? Will, will, oh, will you at least tell me, please, just what? just so that I can sleep tonight, that 
you understand that Randy Meeks is a better character than Kirby. Oh, yeah. Can we get that far? Oh, okay. I would never argue otherwise. Yeah. I'll take that as a win. Oh, yeah. yeah. Randy is better than whoever you said. Buckman's <laughs> down with the bitches and hoes. Come on, man. Malibu's most wanted. How the hell am I going to vote against that? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, All right. right. So, can we get a quick Portnoy uh, round the horn real quick? This is a long one. Yeah. Um, 6.8. Yeah, cat, don't, don't, don't do me like that, cat, please. See, it's hard because I, I've had so many complaints about it that I, I feel like my score is a little bit lower than it normally will be. I, I'm going to adjust for that. I'm going to give it like a seven point four. Holy shit! Because I, I like so- it normally. I, I wanted to say seven, like an even seven is where I'm at with it right now. But I, it's, it's entertaining. I, I had a lot of complaints today, but I don't. It's, it's good. I, w- I would have been happy with the seven to be honest. That, that is. A lot. I thought you were gonna be lower than Rob. No, I liked it. I I really did. I liked it too. Six point eight ain't bad. It's better than half. That was bullshit. You know what? I, and this is me being completely objective. I'm gonna give this movie a nine point one. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm dead ass oh serious, man. It's a fucking nine all day. It is. Uh, no. <laughs> right. I don't know what happened to you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Maybe we gotta watch it again together. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Maybe just scream uh, too. <laughs> God, scream too. Anyway, guys, uh, go check us out at slasherradio.com. Our shop is open. We had a couple of purchases. This is fucking awesome. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. All right, so go check us out. You can go to slasherradio.com to find the shop. Also, there's a tab up there uh, for the shop, and or you can just go to I think slasherradio.com forward slash shop. Uh, it helps us out. Uh, it just support the show, damn it. I mean, that's all I really have to say. Uh, also, follow us on Twitter at Slash Radio. If you're listening to us on iTunes, take it'll, it'll take before we're done with these plugs. You can give us a review. It it really does help us with reaching a larger audience. That you know people are listening to the show. So if you enjoy the show and you want, you feel more people should hear it, give us a review. We appreciate that. That helps us out more than you think. So take the three seconds out to hit the damn star. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Mikey's Dead. Rob, where are they find you? I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123. You can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, which can be found wherever you get podcasts. So, for instance, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio right now. And uh, go ahead and hit me up with all your dating questions. I'll help you out. I'll help you sort out your love life. I refuse. No! Don't do that. Cat, where are they finding you on Twitter? Uh, um, at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. There we go. All right, guys. Be sure to check us out next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best with Slasher Radio podcast.
Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna turn that bullshit music off because we don't need the intro music anymore. We don't oh fucking need God. it because this week we got something fucking special. We are ready to go oh with God. the Slasher Radio Mikey Bones fucking parade because we got two, <laughs> I don't even know what to call them. They, ah, they, they lost, they're done, it's over. Everybody enjoy the parade. Corner pocket dismay. Where, where are you guys happy? Parade's going on? Okay, alright, you don't gotta say nothing. You don't gotta say, I know you're there. I know you're there. We got we got the, the Slasher Radio Mikey Bones Celebration Parade. It's Mikey Bones Appreciation Day, okay? Because I won, I won, I won. And uh, we have the losers here also. Corner pocket dismay. Are you enjoying the parade? No. No? Why not? Corner pocket? You? I'm, I'm, I'm going to a, a parade tomorrow, so this is a nice pre-parade. This one's this better. Is a little... This is the greatest no. parade of all no. time. Because you know what? You two fuckers have been giving me hell for I don't know how many months now, and it has finally come to a culmination with my victory. Culmination? Culmination, corner pocket. Here's big words. Oh, there's going to be some more said. Uh, we also have a guest with us. Usually we, we wait till a little later on for our guests, but but uh, Amber here wanted to be part of the parade. Amber, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. I am fucking You sound great. above. You uh, are good. I am. I am this, this is a great day. This is a great day. Uh, Amber's here to talk to us about some true crime things. So I'm going to read to you guys about Gerard John Schaefer Jr., he was a serial killer back in the 70s in Florida. Mm. This case I never heard about. Um, there's also a tree down in more southern, and it's called the Devil's Tree, and it's said to be haunted because that's where he did some of his murders. Oh, shit. Mm. You kind of told me a little bit about that one. I don't know. That one's fucked up. All right. Hello. Yeah. Um, he did a lot of killing. He... They believe he did up to 30 murders. He thinks that he did between 80 and 110. Wow. 110? Jesus Christ. That is a lot. Yeah, and he is vile. I mean, I've gone as far as I have letters from him that he had sent to an ex-girlfriend. I got lots of info for you guys where you're just going to be like, I need a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. I got wine coolers. I don't have beer, but we'll see. If Miranda stays here the whole time, you may pass out. No, I, I'm going to get more. I got more in there. I had some for tomorrow in water bottles, but I might take those out. Well, we do have to get to the shout-outs, but before we get to the shout-outs, I, I, I have something to say. And I think, you know, we, we kind of know where I'm going with this, don't we, guys? More? Yeah. Oh, oh you thought that was it? You thought that I was just going to play parade music and whoop-de-doo, it's over? Corner pocket. How long have you known me? Honestly, I, I thought that's what it was. I thought that what it, that's what it was. So, well, uh, what do you got? I wanted to kind of, if anyone, if this is their first time listening, <laughs> I feel like they should know. Oh God, what happened? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. That's kind of fair. I will you. Oh my God! There was a uh, there was a little shit talking going on. And it's been happening for a while now, and, you know, I'm gonna be honest, I'm sick and tired of it, but it's finally come to an end. It's finally come to an end. Last week, we spoke of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and there was a lot of confidence going into that, 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 that little war. I think we can call it a war, right? It was a lot. It was a lot. Bones gone down. Yeah. 
There was some of that. The original ah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> the best movie ever. The best movie ever, some claim. And, you know, there was... You're gonna look like an ass now. Wait. Yeah, boy, Texas. Yeah, yours, but not the face win. There was a lot of confidence. There was a lot of things going on. And uh, there were some bold claims made also. You guys act like it's the most, the greatest thing they ever did film. It is the greatest And you're thing acting like film. it's not. It made the Mount Rushmore. He literally carved the Mount Rushmore with his chainsaw. You are you are not giving this movie as much credit, and it's not fair. We'll have to do a poll on that. You wouldn't have had any of your movies without this movie. There was a lot of stuff going on, guys. There was a lot, and I tried to warn them. I'm not buying it. Well, you don't have to. There's millions of fans that do. Oh, yeah. I bet there's more that don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and was I right? Oh, and was I right? Because there were some polls that went down... And uh, just to give you some numbers here, not the greatest top five, that being Chainsaw Massacre versus it being the greatest of all time, 76 to 24, not being the greatest of all time, 85 to 15 percent. And then you got uh, not in the top 25 versus greatest of all time, that was a 71 percent to 29. The meat or dismay versus corner pocket. I won 77% to 23% with 544 votes, guys. So with all this being said, with all of this being said, I have one question. And it's the corner pocket. Bones is wrong. You watch, make your own opinions, and then tweet at Slasher Radio about who's the asshole. Who's the asshole corner pocket? Or should I say assholes? You're still an asshole either way. Like, that's beyond the polls. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sure you think I'm an asshole now. I'm sure you do. But I got it out of my system, I think. And other than a few jabs and maybe some parade music later, I think I'm done. This this was better than the parade. I have tears. <laughs> I am crying. This is the best. It's it's a magical. That's thing. it. That's it. This was good. This was good. You could you should have led with this. No, no, no. Yeah, that this is so good. No, no. Like I I take full responsibility now. God damn, that was great. That yeah, was great. Yeah. That was oh, production, man, that was ladies and gentlemen. The, the production value alone. I that was unexpected. Don't don't hate. Thank you. Thank Bowens you. has never been this like. On top of his game, and we've been doing this podcast for how long now? Eight yeah. months. But I mean, you've been waiting for this. Oh, I couldn't wait. I, I woke say, up today with a smile. We'll, we'll, we'll save the best for last, and we'll do my uh, we'll do my parade at the end. Actually, I have one All more right. question. Dismay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It's it's not my favorite. Uh, <laughs> what? No, you can't. Uh, do that. Oh, what'd you say? I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. It's, it's not my favorite. Oh, okay. I know you feel that way. Okay. Yeah. Plastered all over my page. Mm-hmm. So is that L it's you took? Several comments. So is that L? Anyway, so um, shout outs. Let's come through them really quick because we got Amber sitting here waiting. This poor girl has to sit through all this. I'm sorry, Amber. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the I only one. You like I'm... really got that into it. Your parade was it was impressive. Yeah. Good music. It might not be over yet. We don't know. We don't know. Oh, God. We don't know. But you can get 30 free days on Shudder using the Slasher Pod promo code. We also have a Shudder episode coming up. I don't, oh, you're telling them. I don't know when that is. Is that next Ooh. week? 
That is next week. Fuck, next week. All right. So we got it next week. We'll be in the newsletter. If you're on Shutter already, you can go check that out. Should be emailed to you. If you're not on Shutter, use the Slasher Pod promo code. Get 30 free days and uh, see what you want to do. So, Rob, you use your ball trimmer yet? <laughs> Not yet. I mean, that's a pretty cool I'm, set they gave, though, right? I'm a yeah, little disappointed nice. in the ball trimmer because I, I don't know what I thought a ball trimmer looked like, but it's just a fucking razor. Like, I thought I was being let in on some kind of like secret society where it's like, this is how guys <laughs> shave their balls. It's just a razor. Yeah, no, it's nothing. <laughs> I mean, what cat? What do you think we do? What the hell? No idea. I was like, I was so excited to learn what the secret was. You know what, though, cat? Not for nothing. I mean, I I never really explored their website much further than you know looking at the <laughs> shit that they have, but. It is nice to have a company directed just at me. Like, it really is nice, you know, because women have, like, all these fucking Victoria's Secret. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I like Summer's Eve, I know, is a big one. And, like, you guys have so many, you know? Well, I think in their, in their defense, though, uh, everybody knows that women's brains don't work as strong as men. So oh, yeah, you need to be, to be told to put a pink ribbon around there. Or something. That's the direction that one goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Men are like, it's crazy how, because if you look at their shit, it really is for the, like, it's just directed right at men. It and really it, is. It's crazy it's, how dumb of creatures we are. Like it really is. <laughs> it's so funny seeing stuff. That's for men. I love, we've got a hair salon like out of my area. That's called the man cave haircuts Ooh. for men. And it's like, and you go in, I like, um, and they have just some of the most ridiculous stuff. I had a friend that worked there and he just like, they have like a flat screen TV that like constantly plays football and they have like recliners and beer and there's like taxidermy on the walls. And it's like, are men so insecure about getting their hair cut at a salon that like <laughs> we have to step it up this much? There are people like drinking whiskey in the lobby and it's like, what is this? Oh my God. Just well, go get a haircut. I mean, <laughs> but it is you know, nice, what you do, though. You just, you just go to the neighborhood barber, man. I yeah, mean, that's more my take. Don't don't get me wrong. But, I mean, Kat, you got to understand, like, since we've been young, you know, usually your mother will take you to <laughs> get your haircut or something. You know, like, we're around all that shit. I don't know if it has to go that far, but it is nice to have a nice little spot. Because we enjoy simple shit. Put sports on, maybe a drink or something. You know, And that's it. That's really all we fucking care about. Really I don't understand. And so I like it's not men's products exclusively that fall into this trap because I've seen some ridiculous stuff aimed at me as well. But it's like right. I don't understand why like spas or like any kind of treatment. I don't understand why they have to be gendered because like if I saw a place that was doing haircuts, I wouldn't be like, oh, man, is this feminine enough for me? I would just go get my haircut. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's <laughs> I something it. I would think about. But, you know, obviously, if I went into a place where, you know, like a, a salon, 
And I went and got my hair. I mean, I wouldn't care. But then if I went to another place next time I got my hair cut and they had fucking ESPN on and, you know, <laughs> I'd want to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I want to come here. No, yeah, any place. If they're serving drinks, right, <laughs> I can go get my hair cut. I'm down. I'm, I'm Anywhere where there's booze, I'm going. I don't. Rob's See, we didn't have that. Like, at the salon uh, for me, it was like... Uh, my salon has like fucking cucumber water and it's like I'm gonna start getting my hair cut over at the men's salon. Like, what oh, is this? Cucumber yeah. water? What? Yeah, yeah, I don't want I, that. No. This is the dumbest thing I've ever had. Cucumbers are I, disgusting. The cucumbers are great. You hush your uh, whore mouth. Oh cat would he would like cucumbers, wouldn't he? I also like. Ah, oh, motherfuck me! Really, yeah. really. I don't yeah. like. I don't drink cucumber water. Though. No, I like, wouldn't I drink. Think that's weird. Yeah, I wouldn't drink cucumber water, but I'll eat the shit out of a cucumber. Cucumbers uh, with like balsamic vinegar and salt. Uh, I just, I just get them. Really good. Yeah, peel them, chop them up, throw them in some water, put some salt on them. Oh, you're good to go. You pickle your cucumbers? No, I just toss them in some water so they stay kind of moist while I'm eating them. Isn't oh well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that would be like vinegar or some shit. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm. I, I mean, I've put them in vinegar before, too, like a mixture of vinegar and water. That's yeah. pretty good. See, I don't... Are, are the pickles, aren't... The, they have cucumber pickles, right? Is that what I'm thinking of? I, mo- well, they, you pickle cucumbers most, to make pickles. They have little cucumbers. I was going to say, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, but those like pickles sort of, are cucumbers. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But I'm saying, like, <laughs> don't they have a... I think that's what I'm thinking of. They have a cucumber, like it's called the cucumber pickle. I think oh, I don't know nothing about that or something. I'm pretty sure, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't like the. I like pickles, but I don't like those pickles. Very yeah, bland. I don't. You know, I do like pickles too. Yeah, I do too. It's got, but it, it like pickles are that thing where it, it's got to be the right pickle. Like there are pickles I've had that are fucking nasty. Like Look it. at sweet pickles. Yeah, I don't like those. Mm-mm. Those are awful. You know what pisses me off? Fucking um, Wendy's used to have the best pickles as far as fast food goes, and then they changed them, and now they are terrible. Oh, really? Yeah. McDonald's has terrible pickles. Yeah. You know what pisses me off? Like, if you go to Florida, everything is New York-style pizza. And it's <laughs> nothing. Like, I, I was down there once, and there was this place. It was actually called, like, New York-something pizza. And I was hungry, so I was like, all right, you know what? Let's fucking give it a go. And I have a Skyline tattoo on my arm. So when I'm sitting there, the guy was, the Raiders like, oh, wow, yeah, you're going to put it to the test, huh? I'm like, you damn right. And he put it down. He goes, how's it look? I said, not like New York pizza. Like, dude, like, why do you have to name it? I'm, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't bad pizza, but it was just, when you say New York pizza, I expect certain things. It's supposed to have enough grease to put a fucking cow into a, a cardiac arrest, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, that's, I would have been mad if all they had was New York pizza, too, because that pizza's disgusting. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa, 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 No, whoa, dude, I whoa, hate whoa, New York whoa. pizza. You guys make it all nasty. Rob, it's, you cocksucker. It's, it's, it's harder too to fucking, eat. It's too greasy. It's all flimsy shit. You can fold it up in half. Yeah, you fold shit it. The fuck out of if, here. If I wanted to fold a piece of pizza, I would. Just, I'd get a calzone. Like yeah, I, I, get a I would just calzone. get a, like, Yeah, just calzone. Yeah. You don't even fold calzone. You cut with a knife. 
It's well, a fucking yeah, folded it's, piece it's of a pizza. Piece of pizza. <laughs> it's completely different. But it doesn't spill grease out on you. Well, see, now that's where, you, where you're wrong, too. Because, see, <laughs> that, that's the thing. I was arguing with Greg about it. In New York, well, that shit Greg eats that he calls pizza. That was fucking. looks like he buys that shit at a goddamn gas station. It looks like he bought, he put the cardboard that the pizza from the gas station came with in the oven. That was to argue yeah, that. that. Was, that shit is terrible. But there is New York pizza where it's too greasy. And th- those are shitty pizza places, you know? Like, it's like anywhere, but where have you had pizza from here, Rob? Where were you? In Manhattan? Um, yeah, you we see, stayed in... Um, come on. It, this was a long time ago, too. We stayed... Where the fuck was that hotel? We stayed... I, fuck, I don't remember, but yeah, it was, we were in Manhattan. You see, you can't and, have Manhattan uh, pizza. Uh-uh. Too risky. Yeah, I don't know. Because you got to think, like, all the Manhattan play because whenever someone goes to New York, they're going to want to eat pizza. Well, that's probably one of the top things they're going to want to eat. So there's a million pizza places in Manhattan that fucking rent for those places is sky high. They can't afford good ingredients. Manhattan pizza is terrible. Rob, I could take you to a place, Carmine's in Brooklyn. It'll be the best pizza you ever had. You're supposed to have grease on a New York pizza, but when it is like overly dripping, like, no, that that's fucked up. That's not real. All right, pizza. man. Well, if I ever make it out to New York, you have to take me to Carmine's, and I'll I'll tell you what's wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with Carmine's, <laughs> and maybe I'm wrong, man. Maybe you're right. Maybe I just went to the wrong places. I don't know. A lot of the old school Yankee players go to eat at Carmine's. Oh yeah, yeah. He has a. They sometimes they will sit like if it's not busy, they will sit in the end if they're also not too famous, they'll sit in, in the restaurant and eat. But he has a room upstairs where mm-hmm. he'll take them and he'll bring them around to the back and he'll bring them up there. And they go up there and they fucking eat, dude. That place, oh my god! They, see, there's there's certain places in the world where they just you just think you can go to New York and get pizza and it's gonna be top of the line. Like, no, that's yeah. not the way it works. It, with yeah, anyway. yeah, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah, because at a certain point, you got the reputation of New York pizza, so you can just open any pizza place in New York and like they do in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah people flock to it. Garbage. Yeah. 